4: You're
2: listening to the Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines.
0: Me. We know your hair is important to you. So after years of sewing, braiding, twisting, locking, pressing, well you name it, your hair is in need of restoration. So why don't you let the products of Dr. Peck's Hair Care Rx start the process for you. We've worked tirelessly to bring you the perfect formula to restore damaged hair. Try our restorative cream, shampoo, and conditioner. All of these are high quality products and proven to restore your hair's natural beauty and strength. Learn more about Dr. Peck's Hair Care Rx at www.myhaircarerx.com
6: now on sale, The Meeting Place, authored by Walter Allen Scott. The Meeting Place is an exciting, hot new release that takes the reader inside the world of the day's barbershop. For the first time, be a fly on the wall and listen in to the truths that are being revealed that you won't be able to put down. It'll grab your attention from page one, The Meeting Place. Buy your personal autographed copy today, exclusively online at WalterAllenScott.com.
2: You're listening to the Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines. Now, we have a very, very special guest with us today. He's from the world of music and writing. Mr. Matthew Knowles, I want to welcome you to the Hair Radio Morning Show.
8: Good morning, Carrie. You know, uh, I've I've been very fortunate and blessed to have done a whole lot of entrepreneurial types of uh, ventures. And one is, is for 18 years, I co-owned um, and co-managed uh, the number one uh, hair salon in Houston for a number of years called Headliners Hair Salon.
1: Is that right? Really? Well, we I actually <laughs>
8: published a hair book, Gary, called Hair International back in the the late
2: 80s and early 90s oh we have got to talk about that (laughs) we've got to we got to figure out how you and, and I should have said music and the literary world on top of everything else but how did how in the world did you get from the hair industry into the music industry or are they kind of like one and the same as a lot of folks believe
8: well, well, for me, you know, I uh, I was in corporate America, and Tina, my my former former wife, uh, I asked her one day what was her passion, when, uh, and she said her passion was doing hair and making people beautiful. Uh, and I said, why don't you go to school? And uh, when you finish school, we'll open a hair salon, and uh, that's what we did. And that hair salon, we used one of the principles uh, that I had learned because I was selling diagnostic imaging to the medical. And, and I kind of use when you go to a doctor's office, they ask you, you know, fill out all these forms, and you know, why are you here, tell us your history, and then the nurse comes and takes you to the room, and, and then she weighs you and, and and takes your, your temperature and, and asks you why you're there and do your blood pressure. And then a doctor comes and he looks at that do- uh, on the door before he walks in. He looks at your patient history and why you're there, uh, what your vitals are. And, and he's made a decision right there, what you need. He comes see you. And then when he finishes, he, which is the quickest part of it, is when you see the doctor, he leaves and then he writes a pre- prescription. And I mm. use that same concept in our hair salon exactly, having many assistants, the stylist never left the chair, and I thought uh, I, I it was malpractice if a licensed uh, cosmetologist did not continue and complete the service. Uh, uh. And, and and that service is is home products for the, the customer, and so uh, maintenance, home maintenance.
2: Like yeah had after so that, that was after our philosophy
8: the at headliner. Wow.
2: Well, first of all, thank you for sharing that. And you really you helped to add a whole different layer to this today. and We're so excited about it. Thank you very, very much. Now, I have to say, um, along the line, so the music, how did you get into producing music? Uh, I understand that you had, you know, I, I call it that whole passion for excellence and working for others and so forth and having that entrepreneurial mindset. But is that what kind of led you into music? How did you get into the production of music and that whole aspect?
8: Well, the production of it, you know, know, that's, uh, as an executive producer, you oversee everything from um, the studio, the travel, uh, all of the the paperwork that's involved. uh, And also, occasionally, I had the opportunity to co-write uh, Survivor and uh, a couple of other songs with uh, destiny Child, and and you get into just over time you and, and I've been I've been in the over 24 years now, and you you pick up every aspect of it, every aspect of it, and if you're passionate and you love it, then you you want to learn every aspect of it, and that's what passion does, and you know that's my new book DNA of Achievers, you know the 10 traits. The first one is passion. are you know, mm. people doing who's listening right now? Are they doing what they're passionate about Are they doing it for money? It's a big difference.
2: Mm. Well, you so know what? Let's talk about the DNA of achievers and um, and the 10 traits. Um, we're not going to give all the traits because uh I'm going to do like Barbara Walters. We learn from the best. Don't give any, uh, don't give the top trait just yet. We're going to save that for the book. We want you to pick up this book. Uh, it's the DNA of Achievers. Now, the 10 traits of highly successful professionals. You mentioned passion. What are some of the, uh, you know, how do folks recognize their passion? We do tell them that. We tell everyone, you know, you know, pursue your passion. But how do you know what your passion is? Do you have any tips for it's, that?
8: It's a very simple step. Uh, what is that one thing? And, and the key word here is one thing cause the mistake most people make is they all over the place. They love this. They love hair. They love fashion. Uh. They love makeup. They love da-da-da. You know, that one thing that you become really, really good and maybe even become great if you focused. So what is that one thing that energizes you, excites you, that you go to bed at night thinking about wake up in the morning, can't wait to do it. And sometimes it's something that nobody even knows because you're embarrassed or ashamed to say, this is really my passion. And I tell everybody, I don't care what that one thing is, if you strive towards getting that one thing right, it will change your life because if you are passionate about something, then it coexists with work ethics because when you are passionate you don't work. You have fun all day doing what you love. And that's, right. that's why I really focus in on passion. What is that one thing that you just excites you? You can just go running out the door right now because it makes you, gives you that much joy and fulfillment inside.
2: Uh, we love that. Now, I do have to ask you, what's that one passion thing for you, Matthew Knowles?
8: Educate and motivate in the areas of entrepreneurship and music
2: business. I've
8: done it all my life, educate and motivate.
2: Wow. Well, I have to just let everybody know, Uh, you know, you launched one of the most successful, I think it is the top successful female group of all time, Uh, you know, Destiny's Child, and uh, award-winning, and you've just done so much. And we're just trying to find out what is it that has created this uh, inside of you. I think that this book, the DNA of Achievers, will tell us a little bit about that. Uh, I really do. I, I know that passion is one of the you know the first traits that you mentioned. But uh, what are some of the other traits that we should really look out for in the DNA of Achievers? Well, I,
8: I, I talk briefly about work ethics because they coexist. Uh, you can't have one without the other. You can't have worked the ethics unless you're passionate about something and because if you're not passionate you don't want to you know if you hate doing it you know how many people right. wake up and hate going to work
2: every day well wow, that's kind them. of like majority of the folks. I think it's I think it's very well, God few bless them because yeah, that's true.
8: God bless them because i never I've, I've been very fortunate seldom I have you know my early days uh, good year when I, I used to work at good year in the summer when I was a young teenager, um, I was determined to do the job, but I didn't like it, didn't love it. Mm. Uh, I was determined, but you know, I, 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 uh, I, it's a certain joy you get of waking up, going to do what you love. Yesterday, I I started at seven o'clock, Carrie, and I, in the morning. I finished uh-huh. at eleven o'clock last night, and uh, wow. I work normally, seven days a week. I go to my office on the weekends or do a ton of emails. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love what I'm doing right now, talking to you.
2: I love it. Oh, thank you, Matthew. That is really, I have to tell you something. We are very honored to have you on the show. And something like this is so critical and important. But I have to go back a little bit. I actually love what you wrote because I kind of live by this myself. Uh, you know, back when you were working in, I, I call it like for corporate kind of, you were doing like uh, the sales and, you know, that to me sounds like project management. And when you have so much that you're in charge of and all of that, and you were so successful, even in sales. Uh, and I say, I it just reminds me of myself. I think um, when you are doing something, like you said, that you are passionate about, even if you're working for others and you're really happy about what you're doing you know, it it's automatically like a success, so to speak. And I just think that um, you don't necessarily always have to be an entrepreneur if that's not what you're, you know, in your spirit to do or whatever the case may be. But if you do whatever it is that you're supposed to do and you're passionate about and you love it, you know, you can make it into a success and you can feel that success. And I think this was, you know, so I read that uh, line and I thought it was outstanding. You know when you're working for the other company, and you know you felt like an entrepreneur is what I'm driving at.
1: No, no, no,
8: Gary. I I, I teach one of the courses I teach uh, at Texas Southern University is entrepreneurship in the School of Business, mm. and the first thing that I teach, Gary, is the biggest mistake and error that I think we make is we think we get confused entrepreneurship and owning a business. They are two different things. Entrepreneurship mm. is a belief. It's a belief. It's it's a certain makeup. It's like a DNA. It's people that take risk. It's people that are highly energized. It's people that come up with ideas. That's entrepreneurship. There's a, a lot of people that own businesses that are and they're not. business owners. They're not wow. entrepreneurs. That's a lot of people that work for other people and are employees, but they are entrepreneurs in how they think, how exactly. they wow. in a day operate. So please don't get that confused.
2: Okay, that is a very good point, and and uh, something that I absolutely need to bear in mind as well. Now I have to say, and we're gonna we're gonna definitely get on with some of these wonderful traits. We're gonna talk a little bit more about the DNA of Achievers. But, folks, if you've just joined me, you are listening to the Hair Radio Morning Show, and today we have a very special guest coming to us. It's uh, Mr. Matthew Knowles. Now, he has written a new book uh, called The DNA of Achievers, and it's 10 Traits of Highly Successful Professionals. So this is something that um, we're going to definitely talk a little bit more about. But also, Matthew, I want to get into uh, some of your current projects some of the things that you're working on these days and and some of the plans that you have?
8: Well, Kerry, I, I, again, my, my passion has always been, even as a sales rep, uh, when we truly think about what a salesperson do, they educate somebody on the product that they're selling
6: and right. they
8: motivate them to buy it. And, and right. so what I've been doing most of my life is my passion, educating and motivating, and I'm doing that right now uh, I'm doing a number of seminars around the country. Uh, November the 14th, I'm in Macon, Georgia, in Atlanta, Georgia, a seminar that's called The Entertainment Industry How Do I Get In? And these seminars are all day seminar, and therefore, recording artists, singers, uh, managers, producers, songwriters, uh, videographers, choreographers, hairstylists.
1: How about wow. that?
8: Why would a hairstylist <laughs> want to go to one of these conventions those seminars? Because it's three hundred people in a room and they all most of them want to get in the entertainment industry and some of them hopefully will be successful. And guess what? Love They're gonna need right. a hairstylist.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Now tell us more. So this seminar, uh, the ones that are coming up around the fourteenth and fifteenth of November, how do we how do we get involved with that?
8: You can go to eventbright.com. Repeat Eventbrite that one more time. Okay. Eventbright.com. Again, uh-huh. that's the entertainment industry. How do I get in? You know what, Carrie, I have to tell you, man. I uh, you reminded me. Out of all the seminars, I mean, all of the interviews I've done on on the DNA of Achievers, uh, I've never, and out of all the things I've talked about, uh, Clothing Line, Darion, House of Darion, you know, Headliners and and Hair International, I seldom talk about, and I did that 18 years. Did you know, and, and for folks listening, they probably remember. In the nineties, that oversized hairstyling book, uh, we had three volumes of it. One day, Terry, really? I had to make the decision if I was going to be in the hair publishing book business or be in the music business, and I had to make that decision. It was a. I remember the day I had to decide, and wow. I had an office, and on the door said Hair International Publication, and on the door said Music World Entertainment. And wow. I, I had to make that decision. I used to go all over the country uh, to all of those hair shows,
2: and oh, I had to so um, Prana Brothers and all those big hair shows Prana
8: and all the Brothers, that. all of them. I had <laughs> manuals. I was educating back then. I had a manual called "How to Open Your Own Hair Salon." I had an uh, educational really? manual. I to Yeah, that is
1: amazing.
8: I had a manual called How to Build a Client Base, and then I wow. had a, a appointment book that I created. And so some wow. folks that are listening remember that Hair International publication.
2: So you you should feel at home here at Hair Radio. That's exactly. the kinds of wonderful things that we do and bring to the, you know, to the beauty world. So I love it. I love it, and I can't wait. I want to, any of those copies that you have lying around. You let us know. We're happy to see them. And if you ever decide to, you know, to add on to this wonderful uh, book that you have out now, again, the DNA of Achievers, and you decide to do something in the hair and beauty way, you make sure and look us up at Hair Radio. We would love to speak to you I about that. I guarantee
8: you, Carrie. I guarantee your listeners. They pick up that book, and they can go right now to Amazon or. Apple and get the ebook. The hardback will be in stores in the next thirty days. But I, I guarantee you, I give you money back if wow. after you read that book, the DNA of Achievers. And after every chapter, there's a a, a work exercise. I actually, you know, that college professor comes out. Uh, I I I promise you, buy that book and you will become better at what you're doing in the hair industry. Uh, again, I did the uh, industry for eighteen years, and wow. uh, our first million dollars carry was made in nineteen eighty four in Houston, Texas, with Headliner's Hair Salon.
2: And that was before you—you know—we got to know you in the record producing world.
8: Nineteen eighty four, Carrie. Nineteen eighty four.
2: Wow, that is absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing, and that's headline. Who mind. knew
8: we were going to be talking about this, man?
2: <laughs> we did. Well, you know what? I, uh, this is just amazing, and I, I'm just blown away. I really am. But I have to ask you. There was one of the uh, traits that I saw, and I said, "Well, hold it. I have got to ask Matthew about this." Um, not that I want to talk about learning from your failure, too, because I, I believe in that. But I want to ask you, what's your take on it? But what does talk to do ratio mean i i couldn't figure that out what does what is talk to do ratio and then um i want to get into some more of this but what's talk to do well, ratio? um uh, you
8: you're in the industry uh, that there's quite a bit of that just like in the music industry that people right. just talk 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 about what they're going to do the follow-up they have an idea they're going to follow up or, they're gonna meet with you. Or they're gonna call you, and they're gonna, and then you never hear from them.
9: Right. You never get right. a word
8: from them. Right. Uh, and, and and those two professions really do a lot of talk to do, and so it's measuring, Carrie, the percentage <clears throat> of what we say we're gonna do versus what we end up doing.
2: Uh what the Measuring what
8: we say we're going to do versus. Mm-hmm the percentage of the time we actually do what we say we're going to do. Wow. And you find that successful people, if they say they're going to do something, you know, we we had an interview at a certain time. You were there waiting. I was there three minutes before the time, not after the time we said. We both were there like we said we were going to do.
2: That's right. That's
8: talk-to-do ratio, high percentage of doing what we say we're going to do. It's as simple
2: as that. I love it. And of course, my the one of the biggest lessons and, and and I want to certainly say some for the folks who pick up this book called Uh The DNA of Achievers, but it's the learning from failure. We cannot not talk about that. How, uh Matthew, do you say what do you say to folks who need to learn from their failure or how do you learn from your failure? That's first so we all
8: we all uh carry we're we're gonna have failures, we're gonna make mistakes. Uh when we take risk, uh, sometimes we make mistakes. Just in life on life's own terms we make mistakes and we have failures. Uh but I basically like to keep life real simple. In this book I, I try to keep it real simple. And I try to keep it real. I keep it real. And, and you know, often we don't realize that mistakes are a reason and an opportunity for us to even become better, better at what we do, better as people. Uh, so it's an opportunity, but not a reason to quit. And, and so mm. I, I like to say that mistakes and failures are an opportunity to grow, not a reason to quit. And mm. if we haven't walked through some things, we can't grow. I could never tell you how to be the best, I don't know, pilot, airplane pilot. Uh, Is Maybe you had never uh, tried to fly a plane and maybe during your training, maybe you learned some things the hard way uh, that maybe you don't ever want to do it that way. Maybe you don't want to fly into a storm. Uh, maybe that ride got so bumpy and got so scary that you thought it was going to crash. And so you learn, hey, if there's a storm, I'm not going to fly in it. I had that one experience. It taught me I don't want to do that. And, and mm. so we have to walk through this stuff sometimes. and We have to grow from it. But what I find is a lot of people, they're almost there, Carrie, of being successful.
2: Yes.
8: They make a mistake or have a failure, and then they quit. They quit but right there, before it's going to happen. Right
2: before. But you've always heard that, too, I'm sure, where they say, oh, you was just about to make it. And then, you know, you have a big, like, it always seems like some catastrophe happens or something really, like, I don't know. Some folks say it's a test that if you make it through that, then you'll be successful. Um, it's really, it's a challenge sometimes. I have to actually say, being an entrepreneur myself, um, it is it can feel like a challenge sometimes. So, you know, this is really nice. I appreciate you creating if a you, book know, like
8: Carrie it is a challenge. But I uh I I have such a different approach. When it gets tough, that's when I yeah.
1: gear
10: up.
8: That's when that's I'm when ready. You get real like I battle. I I I I I don't I don't I put my foot on the gas when <clears throat> when there's trouble. I don't <clears throat> like let up and say, Oh, and start feeling sorry for myself. Right. And start, oh, poor pity me. That that's not <laughs> what successful people do, man. That's right. I said, "Okay. The only person who's going to help me get through this is me and some good people around me that I can trust and believe in. And I'm going to get through it. First you got to believe it."
2: Wow. This is amazing. You have to believe. I guess it goes back to, you know, um uh you know like you said the passion and the work ethics but uh there is one other element that we uh probably have to at least address and that's the vision you got to be someone who can can actually see it i think
8: and 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 that vision is just again i like to keep it simple it's having an idea and thinking the idea all the way through to execution Of the idea that it becomes a real product Uh, and and so most people have vision and the mistake that we often make is we go running out we have this idea and we go running out before we thought it all the way through and we ask a friend or someone who we think is a friend and we say hey what do you think about this and they're like oh man that ain't gonna ever work well maybe you should think it all the way through and so when you go to your friend, you don't ask them what they think. You say to your friend, you know what, friend, I need you to, this is my idea. I need you to invest $100 in this idea. Not I'm going to ask you what you think about it because I'm going to explain it all the way through. And I'm not asking your opinion. I'm asking for your help versus your opinion. That's what a true visionary do does.
2: Wow. I love it. Now, folks, if you've just joined us, you are listening to the Hair Radio Morning Show. Our very, very special guest today is Mr. Matthew Knowles. Now you guys know him. He's a, an award-winning executive producer in the music world, and he's also an author of this new book called The DNA of Achievers. 10 Traits of Highly Successful Professionals. Now, we did not indicate number one yet. We're not going to give number one. I don't want to give that over the air, Matthew. We want folks to go and uh, certainly uh, order this book. Um, As you say, you can get it from Amazon. We just want to promote it and put it out there. Um, It's something that obviously, especially our fan base, our wonderful listeners of the Hair Radio Morning Show, are very much entrepreneurs and uh, would be able to gain something from this. So this is very, very exciting. I just want to turn back to music for one quick moment. I have uh, uh, one of our – actually, one of the fans of the Hair Radio Morning Show, when they found out you were coming to the show, they wrote in and they sent um, a question. And they said – and I thought it was very interesting because I don't think I would have thought of this. But have you ever, Matthew, thought of putting together a boy band or a male group or a male version of it? What I'm just, what would, you, what, what do you say to something like that?
8: Well, you know, I'm working with a girl group. Uh, you know, I, it just seems as though my, my, my magic is with girl groups. Um, you know, I was fortunate to work with Trinity Five Seven and Gospel, and they, and similar to Destiny's Shaw and Pop and R and B and Gospel, Trinity Five Seven is the number one selling female trio of all time in Gospel. And so, I have a, okay. fee, a female trio that I'm working with in Hip Hop, uh, two rappers and a female vocalist. Uh, their name uh, is Blush music i have to put emphasis on blush because it's spelled uh, b-l-u-s-h-h-h all right and you will hear about these young ladies uh very very soon in the next three to five months uh so that's what i'm working with uh i had worked once um with a boy band but uh that's a different set of dynamics.
1: That, that so, that's, exactly.
8: I love the imaging part also that happens uh, on the female side, and the approach for marketing is is, is a lot different. Uh, mm-hmm. and so I enjoy that. It's the most difficult of all is working with a female group because you have a lot of psychological uh, mm-hmm. dynamics uh, that has that uh, falls into play as well as. The imaging, as well as the music matching, um, and so that's a challenge, and I love challenges, and mm. so I enjoy that.
2: Well, it sounds like you can tie the success of something like that, and especially your projects, back to something like these but, but, wonderful. but, Jerry,
8: I want to thank you. You know, I want to thank you. I really hadn't talked about the hair industry, and uh, so, you, um, you, you... now I'm flushing here. <laughs>
9: You know uh, those guys uh,
8: set up this interview because I uh, I I I seldom do. I talk about there was some great years, some fun years, uh, owning uh, that hair salon, and uh, then one day we called a meeting. Uh, Tina called a meeting, and she no one knew what she was gonna do. 18 years into the business, and one uh, stylist who was an assistant for like two or three years, maybe even more. Uh, and he was not, you know, he wasn't gifted with the 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 okay. skill of being a hairstylist. He had to develop and work on it. And he came to work early and he stayed late. And uh-huh. she called this meeting. And he had been with the company ten years. And she gave him Headliners Hair Salon in Houston. And there wasn't a dry eye in the house wow. in the room when she gave this. The business because he was dedicated, he was passionate, and he came early. And he, again, he stayed late, and those are the formulas of greatness people who That's come right. early and stay late. And That's she rewarded right. him for
2: that. Uh,
8: wow. But I have to run. I see they're knocking on the door,
2: and we've got to get
8: going there.
2: <laughs> I just want to say thank you. I was so wrapped up with that story. That's a great story. Listen, Matthew, thank you so much for being with us on the Hair Radio Morning Show. I do appreciate it. We have to pick up this book, right. The DNA of Achievers, and we'll stay in touch, and uh, we want you to come back one day and bring it right. back. I would love to do now. that.
8: Thank you so much, and uh,
2: have a great day. Bye. You too. Bye. Folks, keep it right here for more of the Hair Radio Morning Show.
0: Creating natural hairstyles, twists, or locks? Afro and twist can help you create whatever style you desire. We've created an all-natural product line for the best results possible. Cleaning spray, conditioner, styling gel, locking and twist cream to tighten your twists or curls without flaking. And keep this on the low. The Afro and twist comb is a new lock technique for natural styles. It allows you to twist your hair anywhere and anytime. No more tennis rackets. As clean, easy, and portable. Afro and twists. Call 646-509-1027 or visit our website at antiquebarber.com. Now, if you're in Harlem, you can pick up these products at Levels Barbershop at 425 West 125th Street or order online at levelsbarbershop.com.
2: You're listening to the Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines, and I have Hi, a very Cara, special. I'm doing great. I have a very very special guest. I just want to go ahead and introduce you to everybody, Miss Sherito Cisneros. Now, uh, welcome to the Hair Radio Morning Show, Sherito.
7: Thank you so much for inviting us because this is a one organization. It was the first one in the United States the New York Cosmetology and Beauty Chamber of Commerce. And my name is Charito Cisnero, the President and CEO of this organization.
2: Yes, and that's what I want to tell everybody. Now, it says here, now, you have been a cosmetology teacher for over 35 years, uh, advising and supporting the beauty industry and business growth. Now, you received numerous awards. I want to let everybody know among them the Minority Small Business, Champion of the Year, and Proclamation of the City of New York. Now, you're a TV producer on your show, Abriendo Brecha, uh, International. Uh, now, Mrs. Narrows, you are a community leader and recognized as one of the most influential Latinas in the United States. And Again, I want to welcome you to the Hair Radio Morning Show.
7: Thank you so much. It's uh, my pleasure to talk to your audience. And uh, this is really important uh, organization is because we try to help the people who uh, have no licenses for the state or New York, and then when they give you the, and, uh, the direct how to open the business, how to get the licenses, because most of the people in the United States or New York, in this case, uh, they get the licenses not the right way. So we, mm. we we teach them how to take care, how to do the step-by-step to get the real licenses for the for cosmetology, esthetician, for everything and concern about the beauty industry.
2: Yes. Now, again, uh, if you're just joining us, we're speaking with Ms. Charito Cisneros. Now, she is the CEO and president of the New York Cosmetology and Beauty Chamber of Commerce. Now, you're the first cosmetology and beauty chamber of commerce in the country, along with the Cosmetology Teachers Association, making history in the beauty industry. So you're combining these wonderful efforts um, and and really helping folks to to be accredited and go through the proper channels to become uh, stylists and, and so forth. Am I correct, Mrs. narrows?
7: hundred percent, yes, you're correct.
2: Thank you. So tell us a little bit more. So uh, how did you, let's start at the beginning. How did you get started something like this, Mrs. narrows?
7: I started because as a teacher, I was teaching in Woodford Academy. That's the academy Yes. we in the United States for many yes. years. And yes, then, we remember Wilfred. Well <laughs> right. And then I was seeing since that time and trying to see. Hopefully, one, I think I had the, the director for the Chamber of Commerce. I think she's going to be in the line. You give me a second to put her in the, in the line also? Sure. Okay. Hold for one second, please.
2: Okay. Well, this is so exciting, folks, and while uh, we are joined on the line, I just want to remind, all, uh, remind everybody that we're actually chatting with Charito Cisneros. Now, she is the CEO and president of the New York Cosmetology and Beauty Chamber of Commerce, and uh, they're doing some extraordinary things where they're helping folks to actually uh, go about becoming licensed stylists and uh, being able to open up salons uh, in the right way. And so we've got we've got a lot of questions for Sharito Cisneros. Hello. Yes. yes. And, and, we and, we're, the line hello? and we're yes, hello. Yes, we're here. We
10: hi, this is Romy
2: How are you? I'm fine. Uh, you are, right now you're on the air with us on the Hair Radio Morning Show, and uh, we were just talking with Sharito uh, Cisneros of the New York Cosmetology and Beauty Chamber of Commerce, and she was just giving us some background. And telling us uh, um what how these wonderful folks benefit from from uh getting involved and joining. But um Absolutely. please introduce yourself. Yes, tell us your name one, sorry.
10: Sure. My name is Ronnie Panella. I'm the executive director as well as the co founder of the New York Hispanic Cosmetology Chamber of Commerce. I know it's a long name, they always tell us where' the acronym for that. <laughs> uh-huh. But um, <laughs> Our organization is basically a non-profit organization that is helping uh, small businesses, especially the minority, who um, be able to obtain their license, renew their license within the beauty industry, as well as um, learning the business behind it. Because you know how it is. A lot of these beauty professionals out there. They're wonderful with their challenge. However, they don't really know how to run the business, so therefore there's a lot of failure that comes with it. So with right. our chamber... We help not only within the business, you know, understanding, um, you know, the tax, the operation of a salon, um, you know, customer service, on and on, business plan, but also need to know their workshop because these workshops, or beauty workshops, is to update them. What are the new trends out there? Um, What are the new products out there? The beauty industry has never stopped. It's like a doctor. A doctor always has to educate themselves. Um, every year to make sure that they know the new, uh, technology for, to introduce to their patient. The same thing with the beauty industry. We are a fast paced, um, career and, uh, we want to be able to create this foundation so that everyone who goes and uh, joins the member, there are, uh, completely, uh, uh, knowing all the resources they need in order to become very successful within mm. the industry.
2: Wow. Well, you know what? Let me just properly intro you both uh, to the show. And we're going to talk about this at length because I really want to drill this down uh, to the folks who are listening from everywhere. Um, if you've just joined us, you are listening to the Hair Radio Morning Show. Again, I'm Carrie Hines. And I've got two extraordinary individuals, both from the New York Cosmetology and Beauty. Chamber of Commerce. So we're welcoming to this to the show today the CEO and president and the ED, the Executive Director, uh, for uh, this wonderful wonderful association. So we've got uh, the CEO and president, Sherito Cisneros, and Rami Panella, the the exec uh, Executive Director, if I can speak today. Uh, I want to again welcome you both to our show, and uh have got some important things to talk about. Sure. Now uh, let's let's kind of tell the folks um, how they can get involved. Is there a website, uh, Rami, that folks can go to and, and find out more about uh, you know connecting? Um,
10: mm-hmm. Absolutely, they could join uh, the uh, www.nycosmetologychamber.org, or going through the social media. And we are under New York Beauty Chamber of Commerce. We are constantly updating um, our events, workshops, and so forth. Um, they could communicate with us. We're actually the only New York uh, Cosmetology Chamber that exists uh, in the United States. We actually won the, uh, last year the Small Business Administration Award for helping people open up businesses. So it's a great, um, it's a great organization, and we're here to be able to help them with open arms, whatever it is necessary, and we are bilingual, so we could be able to help in every language.
2: I see. Okay. Well, now let's just break this uh, all the way down for everybody. So if you're in the state of New York and you would like to be a stylist, you'd like to one day open up your own shop, uh, that would be somebody that would benefit from contacting your your outfit. Is that correct?
3: It would be, yes,
10: absolutely. But it would be from all the way from someone who's studying in beauty school because we are uh, collaborating with many beauty schools, not just in New York, um, we also have this chamber open up in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, California, Florida, and really? in Puerto Rico yes, so well we folks are, they
2: need to really pay attention because we have listeners in all those places, so uh <laughs> I just course. want to make sure you guys yeah that's important so, so, yeah,
9: so
2: um yeah, let them know that sure
10: not, not only in the business and you know not only in the business side but also in the beauty industry, um we help them from the beauty- from the start. Um getting into school we help them with the getting into school we have um uh, brief schools that are collaborating with us to be able to reduce the price for our members um We help them with the license we help them to do business plan um for free if you're listening is wow. free these business plan normally wow. from three to four thousand dollars We do this for free for them because. Uh, we want to make sure that once they get their license, they really want to open up their businesses. We want to create a plan that will be able to obtain access to loans. Uh, we work with many uh, banks. We also work with Small Business Development Center, small, and as well as Small Business Administration, which is the federal. Um, we want to be able to give that inf- information. And once they get this loan, and once they open up their salon, we help them how to be able to operate it because it's very important how to operate a business, and once we help them operate the business, we do the launching for them, the big inauguration. We, help, we have many companies that are working with us, and what we tell these companies is that in order for them to continue to gain customers, why not help them with inauguration, with small businesses, and be part of that growing process? So the many companies are now joining in and be able to help small businesses to grow with them as well.
2: Wow. Now, what is what are some of the things that you guys want to accomplish as you kind of go forward a little bit? What are you looking to? What else are you looking to connect with and and accomplish with uh, the stylists and these trainees? Well, first
10: things first. um, It's very important, um, especially in the minority. It's very important that they know the rules and regulations of the Mm. state. Um, There's a lot of salon closes because the fact is they get a lot of summons. And they're very, there are rules that are constantly changing and they don't know. Right. So Once the investigator comes in, uh, they, they summon them up and they become accumulating a lot of money where they have to close the salon because they don't make enough to make all that something that they've been getting. So it's very wow. important to make them understand the rules and the regulation that is constantly um, changing. Um, secondly, um, we would love to have people to have their license and it 's very important to know that you know there are a lot of people who works in this business that does not have their license, and uh, they think it 's very difficult, but it 's not really that difficult and you know contacting the organization will be able to um help them with the process mm-hmm. with the license because it 's important. You know, once you have your license, you could be able to continue become successful because and then you continue working with, a, with your customer not having the license, always being scared, and not moving forward with your career. I always say this. This is not a job. This is a career. This beauty industry is a career. So we want to be able to understand you could accomplish a franchise. You could come, uh, create your own product out there um, and launch it while you're owning a business. So there's a lot that goes in with it. I also want to be able to um, integrate that not only in the be- we doing salons, but also part of a membership our interior interior designer, fashion de- designer, models. They all come connected in the beauty industry, and they come out to help and add request for help. And we have all the assistance. Just last year, we sent out six of our mon- members to the Latin Billboard uh, to participate really? in ES, to participate, participate in doing makeup and hairstyles. So it's very important in this this industry we gotta be in the know and be part of the event and be part of the networking so that we could grow as as a professional and also grow our clientele list.
2: Yes, well I definitely see you guys uh put your money where your mouth is. I saw uh Miss Charito Cisneros, uh, your CEO uh, and president at the international beauty show uh that was recently held at Jacob Javits in New York City out there meeting and and talking with folks and and informing uh individuals about your wonderful uh organization uh, it was just remarkable just very classy very smart very elegant um and so it just she caught my <laughs> eye right you. away so uh, Mrs. Narrow you caught my eye right away remember i came <laughs> over i said i have got to talk to you and i stood there because she was so busy and uh, just waited there to get just a few seconds of this uh, extraordinary lady's time. So I just want to say thank you so much and for taking the time thank to be so you. gracious to talk that. to me. So it's my pleasure. <laughs> and, yeah, is that not something? So I just want to say thank you. And, and Rami, you explain everything beautifully. So um, we want to encourage folks to get involved and uh, let you guys help walk them on through This process. So, if we've got folks listening all over the country, and I'm so glad that you mentioned to those other states that you guys need to pay attention to uh, because you can help them as well. So, uh, again, if you guys don't mind, please share again your website, uh, phone numbers, email, whatever you want to pass out to let folks know what they need to do to connect with you. I appreciate that.
10: Yes, absolutely. They could reach us at 718 584. Four uh, five zero zero. We also have the website, www.nycosmetologychamber.org, or they can reach us on social media, uh, on Facebook, on Instagram, at the New York Beauty Chamber of Commerce.
2: And always through the Hair Radio Morning Show, we'll connect you with these dynamic folks. And again, you guys are doing some extraordinary things. So uh, this is this is great. And again, if you're interested in getting your license in cosmetology, barbering, aesthetics, um, so you guys cover it all. And you've got the workshops. And I up. see. We're My busy. goodness. <laughs> well, <laughs>
10: and this yes. Absolutely.
2: Wonderful. Well, listen. I want to say thank you. Do you have any last uh, thoughts that you want to sh- send out and, and shout outs and tell folks uh, what they need to do? Any last minute Absolutely. thoughts? Uh, at first, mm-hmm.
7: of all, I would like to say to you to inviting um to your radio station It was uh, thank you no very no know, know, uh you very know people in the radio because uh that in this way you give a good information for for your audience so absolutely Any time any person they need some help, we are here in New York and they can call us and they can go to the facebook we have our facebook too and thank you yes. so much.
2: Well, I love it. And I know that you, you speak both English and Spanish, of course. Would you be kind enough to say that in Spanish for our wonderful listeners?
7: Absolutely. Charito, you could do that.
10: <laughs>
2: okay.
7: <laughs> Mi nombre es Charito Cisneros. Soy la presidenta de la Cámara de Comercio de Cosmetología y Belleza. Es la primera cámara que existe en los Estados Unidos. Hicimos historias. Yo soy maestra de 36 años y miré la necesidad que existía en la industria de la belleza, cómo obtener su licencia en el estado de Nueva York. Hay muchas personas que tenían eh, o tienen experiencia en su país, no sabían cómo dar un paso para tener su licencia. Es por eso que nosotros le damos toda clase de información sin tener si cualifican sin tener que ir a la escuela y pueden sacar su licencia si con, con la experiencia que tenga de su país de origen. También tenemos a la directora y fundadora de la cámara de comercio de cosmetología de Yes en Nueva York, el nombre de ella es Robbie Penela, que es la maestra de cómo abrir su negocio, cómo hacer su plan de negocio. Ella enfatiza a que se debe tener un plan de negocio para que no tengan fracaso en su carrera profesional o como pequeño negocio. Y cualquier oh, información, my. por favor, nos <ríe> pueden llamar al teléfono 718-614-7112 o visítenos la página de Facebook a New York Cosmetology en Beauty Chamber o Comer, la Cámara de Comercio de Cosmetología
2: y Belleza en Nueva York. I love it. There you
7: go. That was a long one,
10: right? Uh, No, that's
2: okay. That is okay because um, you've just inspired me to create Spanish radio uh, for our our business. So I love it. I do
10: want to add up. um, uh, Those people within the beauty industry, get motivated. This is an industry that is fast-paced. It's very trendy. And if you just don't um, find new uh, workshops out there, what are the new products and new trends, that you can serve as your customer, um then you know they will look for failure. you gotta move on, you gotta figure out and get motivated get get into the network, get into the known, go to these events, and learn more of what's out there and uh this is like I said before, this is not just a job, it's a career. you can make it out there, just get motivated. there's a great industry to go into and um and you know we'll be here to be able to help you out.
2: Well listen, on that note, Rami Panella, the Executive Director, and Ms. Sherito Cisneros, the CEO and President, both from the New York Cosmetology and Beauty Chamber of Commerce, I want to say thank you for uh coming to the Hair Radio Morning Show. This is your first, guy's first time being with us, and I hope you can come back and uh Absolutely. keep inspiring you. the individuals, yes. guys. You're doing some <laughs> wonderful work and we're gonna keep an eye on you and just, uh, you know, support you in every which way that we can. So, I
1: appreciate
2: again, I it. Want to say thank, thank you so you.
10: much. Absolutely. Thank pleasure. you so much. Thank, thank you. you.
0: guys. Are you looking for sophisticated locks? We'll look no further. Are you looking for an experienced lock stylist? Your search has come to an end. The Sophisticated Lock Salon of Brooklyn is your final destination. Call 347-569-1413 and ask for Shakora R. Bay. She's an awesome natural hairstylist experience with all types of hair and textures, total lock care, repair, and grooming. It'll be the experience you've been looking for. Sophisticated Lock Salon. Call 347-569-1413 for your next hair appointment. Or make your next hair appointment with the Sophisticated Lock Salon on the go with ReadyStylist.com. Download our free app and let them know you've heard about it on the Hair Radio Morning Show. Routine brought to you by Hair Radio. And before you start any routine, make sure you check with your position and make sure you can handle it. Gonna go for our two minutes a day. Start with that stretch. So bend over touch your toes get in that position of mine. And hold it. Can't touch your toes, remember, go as far as you can. Also say good morning to whatever behind you. Hold that stretch for the next few seconds. Bring yourself to the stand-up position, roll that spine and shoulders back, both arms straight in the air. And hold that stretch. Release it and march in place. We're going to work on our love handles today. First thing we're going to do is you're stand with our arms outstretched like you're about to fly, but you're not. You're going to lean left or right, trying to touch the wall on either side of you. While you're doing so, make sure you really stretch those oblique muscles. Get rid of those love handles. Next thing we're going to do is reach up and down with our right and left arms. When you bring those elbows down, make sure you still stretch those oblique muscles. Rock those hips while you're at it. March your place and place we'll Let's start all right arms out stretch lean left to right really stretch those elite muscles you should be able to feel it keep going left or right really reach really put emphasis on those elite muscles reduce those love handles even though it's the month of February we don't want that much left keep going next few seconds now reach up and down with those left and right arms. Rocking those hips. Really stretching those release muscles. Keep going. Away, 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 really pull. You feel these in your arms as well. Keep going. Feeling those love handles. Feeling the heat. Feel it feel it burning. Stretching those muscles. Making them lean. And marching in place. And you're done. This is Purple Barbie with the morning workout routine brought to you by Hair Radio. Remember, it takes 30 minutes to burn fat. You got two of them out the way. Next 28 is up to you. Peace and blessings.
2: You're listening to the Hair Radio Broadcast Network. I'm Carrie Hines, and we have a very, very special co-host today with us on the Hair Radio show, the very great Darlene Alexander. Darlene, welcome to Hair Radio. Thank you, Carrie. It is a pleasure to be here today. Well, thank you. And with us on the line, we have another special guest. Uh, her name is uh, Dr. Darlene Cooper, and uh, today's topic is on the subject of hair loss. And Dr. Cooper, we want to first of all welcome you to Hair Radio.
11: Thank you so much for being having me on the show today. Well, it's our pleasure to
2: have you. Now, the subject is on hair loss. Uh, now, tell us a little bit about about what your uh, issue has been with hair loss and tell our listeners about that.
11: Well, it's been a long, uh, a lifelong uh, problem with me off and on uh, due to the fact that I've been on so many medications over the years since a child uh, dealing with immune deficiency and um, later finding out that I had lupus at the age of 40. Uh, the medications I was on most of my life uh, included steroids, uh, anything that caused the tissue to or the immune system immune system to greater itself. And uh, just recently had two surgeries and more medications and more medication. I actually, at one point, oh, a point in my life, I had... Um, uh been put on so much medicine that uh I need to get my hair done. So I went to the salon and the lady had uh put the perm on and uh she I felt it was burning the heck out of me but she said just a little longer so uh she took it off after a half hour it looked like. Um it looked like I had hair. She blow dried my hair and the next thing I know she had put it up in a sculpture, like you know, uh fix it up on top of my head and I went home happy. Uh, when I got to, to the point where I wanted to take it down, I took the pins out and the hair fell out in clunks. <laughs> I had mm. no hair in the back and this is the type of thing I've suffered with over the years. Uh, just recently, like I said, I had two surgeries this year and the medication is taking me off the Richter scale as far as the texture of my hair and how it lays and I have pretty long hair when it it is on my head. Um I met Darlene, and uh, she introduced me to a product uh, uh, from Purity, and her conditioner and her shampoo set, I purchased it from her, and I figured, what could I lose? I was about to cut my hair completely off, because it was actually breaking off right by the scalp, and um, she seemed to be very attentive, very attentive to what's going on with my hair, and she said, she, said, she suggested that I get her product, so I did, and um without reservation, I used it. And um, I noticed a, a difference in the texture of my hair. Uh, first of all, when I put the, the shampoo on, it was like it was tingling in my scalp. And not not only that, it had a great scent. I, I love the scent of mint. Um, following that, I used a conditioner. I left it on my hair, you know, just to let it saturate into my follicles. And uh, I When I got ready to blow-dry my hair, there was hardly any hair coming out. Usually when I wash my hair, there's a pile of hair when I'm finished doing all the procedures. And I'm used to the hair loss, so I started using wigs and (laughs) trying to um, basically cover my head because I had so many pieces missing or areas in the very um, open with, you know, showing my hair where it was like shorter in some areas. So I uh, used the product and, uh, you know, I kind of, I said, my hair feels different, you know, after I blow-dried it. And uh, and she, she said, yeah, I so it, it, I've done it uh, for the last three months at least. And um, my hair has changed. It's gotten real long. It's past my shoulders. It's three inches past my shoulders. And I'm just amazed. And I have a uh, I have gray hair, which I do uh, use rinse on, and which is hard on it as it is, but my hair has really grown back. Uh, I'm just amazed by it. Uh, darling couldn't have introduced me to a better product than her Purity product. Uh, it just, uh, I feel that it, it's something that I should have had a long time ago. And a lot of times you go to a salon, most people don't know what to put in your hair. They don't know how to treat medicated hair. Um, because we deal with the issues of loss of hair daily. We're on a lot of medication. Not only do I have lupus, I have, you know, just like I said, I've had other ailments over my life, and uh, the medicine uh, could be between 10 to 15 pills a day. I'm just thanking God that it's down to eight now. And uh, that's a lot of pills to be taking. So, But our product really has helped me. Uh, I I would suggest it to anybody. Hair loss is not something that women really want to experience with. Uh, They don't want to go through that. Uh, Sure, I could have went uh, short hair and and dyed it blonde. It would would have looked good, but that's not what I really want. I want to have my own hair. Uh, My mom had long hair. My twin sister has long hair, even though she enjoys wearing her wigs. Uh, uh, Very stylish young lady. But uh, I really enjoy the fact that I can sing my own hair. And that's about it. That's about it. I really enjoy the fact that uh, I can put it in a ponytail.
2: <laughs> I hear you. Well, Doctor Doctor Cooper, first of all, I want to thank you again. If you've just joined us, you're listening to the Hair Radio Show. I'm Carrie Hines, and uh, today we're on the on the uh, topic of hair loss. And co-hosting with me is Darlene Alexander. Now she is the vice president. Of heavenly essence Inc uh, the creators of purity hair care products and uh, Darlene's website is heavenlyessence.net. net so of course you can reach her there uh, now we have on the line with us today uh, Dr. Darlene Cooper who is herself battling with the effects of hair loss due to uh, you know apparently taking medication over the years and this has been something that has affected you. Uh, Dr. Cooper, tell us a little bit on how it has affected the people around you, if at all.
11: Uh, most people who know me, I'm much more much in the line life. I am a musician at the church. And uh, I, my dad's church, I was raised in his church. And a musician minister to music. And people know you because you're up front. Um uh, they noticed I had different hairstyles every Sunday. It seemed like um, because of the fact that I was losing my hair, I didn't let, really let anybody know I was cutting it, trimming it, trying to make it even out, you know. And it it has affected my, it was affecting my um, my esteem a little bit, losing hair like that. Um, How uh, It because I like I say I'm on the stage. I I'm, I'm a gospel singer. And I really didn't like the fact that I had to start putting on a wig. (laughs) But wigs are stylish. I I, I commend anyone that can really wear them every day. Uh, But when you know that where you've been and you've had uh, to walk in and you're trying to look as best you can and and, and not have a fake facade, you know, it it does affect you mentally, uh, the hair loss. Um, When you wake up and see your pillow full of hair, um when you just want to merely just wash your hair and blow uh, let it dry and then you comb it out and there's a pile of hair looking at you like whose is that you know but it came out of your comb it does affect you um there's always another way to skin a cat i can always cut and keep trimming my hair and make it look even or whatever but it came a time where i couldn't even put it in ponytail and um, that really uh, got to me, and the medications kept coming. I had other changes in my body that were not regular. Uh, I had to adjust to, but the hair loss was a key thing that really subject me to really have a little bit of low esteem. Um, women like to look beautiful. Uh, I know we're beautiful from the inside out, but what's on the inside? She reflects on the outside. And uh, when you don't have that control, it really puts you in a bad situation.
2: Well, thank you uh, for taking a moment to share that with us, uh, Dr. Cooper. Now, are you currently being treated for hair loss? I understand that uh, because of the medications and the different ailments. So they may not be treating you specifically for the hair loss or or, or is that the case?
11: No, they're not. They're not treating me for the hair loss. But I'm really thankful that I was able to meet Darlene. Uh, I changed churches and... I met her, and she always looks so beautiful. Her hair, everything, uh, just shiny, just like mine used to be. And uh, but we, uh, she, she had I I sponsored her at my home to uh, to have a wig party for her. So she, because she does uh, sell wigs too. She she caters to alopecia patients as well, to build their esteem, and those who want to just accent what they already have. So. I wanted to accent what I had. But when she came, she brought some products with her, and I, I start getting more interested in the products than the wigs. And, well, listen,
2: um, I want to just take a moment right now to uh, thank Darlene as well for being with us today. Uh, Darlene, you've done such a great job. Uh, was there anything you wanted to add to that? Hmm. <clears throat> Actually, you know, with with dr cooper um it it's been a pleasure you know working with her and i and I do believe um the reason why the products work so well because they help they help to um clarify they're clarifying so they actually help to um to help script the medications from from the hair and scalp and that's that's why I believe she's seen. Um, such great results.
1: Hmm.
2: Well, I want to thank you so very much. And I want to take a moment to thank you both for being with us today, right here on the Hair Radio Show. And uh, we want you to keep it for you guys out there listening. We want to ask our fans of the show to uh, keep it right here at Hair Radio so that we can keep you informed of any breakthroughs Uh, in the way of hair loss and uh, we know that this is just a couple of stories and there's so many different stories uh, to tell across the spectrum of hair loss and we will be bringing to you uh, some of those experts and some of those stories that can help you uh, yourself with uh, what you're dealing with out there in the way of hair loss but as with everything we said make sure to go and see your physician uh, for any kind of treatment uh, of hair loss on any level and for you guys thank you again Dr. Cooper and, and and Darlene for being with us and doing such a great job today thank you for being with Hair Radio
9: well-
3: excuse me we know your
0: hair is important to you so after years of sewing braiding, twisting, locking, pressing well you name it your hair is in need of restoration So why don't you let the products of Dr. Peck's Hair Care Rx start the process for you? We've worked tirelessly to bring you the perfect formula to restore damaged hair. Try our restorative cream, shampoo, and conditioner. All of these are high-quality products and proven to restore your hair's natural beauty and strength. Learn more about Dr. Peck's Hair Care Rx at www.myhaircarerx.com.
6: Now on sale, The Meeting Place, authored by Walter Allen Scott. The Meeting Place is an exciting, hot new release that takes the reader inside the world of today's barbershop. For the first time, be a fly on the wall and listen in to the truths that are being revealed that you won't be able to put down. It'll grab your attention from page one, The Meeting Place. Buy your personal autographed copy today, exclusively online at WalterAllenScott.com.
2: You're listening to the Hair Radio Broadcast Network. I'm Carrie Hines, and my co host today is the very great Darlene Alexander. Now, she is the vice president of Heavenly Essence, Inc. Now, they're the creators of Purity Hair Care products. Darlene, welcome to Hair Radio. Thank you so much, Carrie. It's a pleasure to be here today. And today, we also are discussing the topic of hair loss. And we have with us someone who has been courageously fighting hair loss, and her name is Mary T. And, Mary, we want to welcome you to the Hair Radio Broadcast Network today.
4: Thank you. Glad to be a part. Thank you very much.
2: Now let's just jump in, Mary. Uh, tell us uh, a little bit about yourself. Where are you from?
4: I, I, now I've been living in California uh for For the past 40-plus years, I'm originally from Arkansas. Um, I started dealing with hair loss, though, in California probably about 10, 12 years ago. Um,
2: Well, tell us about that. So uh, when you say you were dealing with hair loss, tell us what what you mean.
4: Well, um, at first I got... Something like, it was almost like a pimple in the top of my head. As I was combing my hair, I really didn't think anything about it. And it was really sore. And then it was there and then it would go away. Um, And then it didn't bother me for a while. My hair, I didn't notice any changes in my hair or anything of that sort. And then it seemed to occur every two or three months and then more often. So finally, I start seeing hair loss. I went to the doctor's. The doctor, you know, did a diagnosis of me. He had me come back several times. And then he also had me come back several months with a pool of doctors from the Sacramento, Los Angeles area. And I believe he had a couple of doctors from some parts of Texas, to I felt like I was on display because they was all kind of looking at my scalp, took hair samples, um to look under the microscope they also looked at my scalp under the microscope and um it took them you know a few weeks to come back to me with the diagnosis said that i had alopecia areata uh and they gave me a little bit of information about that indicated that it could be from straightening comb when i was using straightening comb which i really didn't use very much but they said it could be from straightening combs and from perms Uh, a combination my type hair loss is the um I kind of have a male baldness it started off real thin and now in the very top I really kind of have no hair and it's gotten very thin around the edges so (laughs) I kind of got a little depressed discouraged so at one point I just shaved it all off to kind of see what would happen the edges came back uh you know, but the top where it had came, uh, where it lost the hair did not come back. I was also instructed uh, by a hairdresser at the time that was taking care of my hair to use Nioxin and shampoo and conditioner, and that was supposed to be really good. It was good from what I understand. If the hair loss wasn't as severe as mine, and of course, I mean, it felt good to the scalp, but it really did not bring in my hair back, uh, do anything. I so at wow. that point, I start using wraps and different things for the hair because it. I was very uncomfortable. I was very uncomfortable with wigs and wraps, and but it got to the point that I lost so much hair. I went to um, a place that specialized in cancer and alopecia patients to look at wigs and then... They introduced me to some wigs that was soft to the touch of the skin versus, you know, really some of the wigs are really sticky, kind of stick to your skin and real itchy. So I started wearing those, and I got a little bit more comfortable. And I'm I'm comfortable with them, but it, it would be nice if I had hair, but I, I don't think that that's going to happen at this point because it's been so long, and I keep losing hair. Once in a while now, the pimples will come back, not that often, maybe once every two, three months or so. I may get that, and it's very sensitive to for me to touch my head or comb it. I still shampoo my hair, condition it every other day because I work out and I sweat a lot. So I still want, maybe to we that want to it let thing.
2: everybody know that you're still being treated, correct? Right? <clears throat> this is ongoing treatment for you.
4: Um, yes, uh, it is, but, uh, nothing is happening, really.
2: Okay. I understand. Well, listen, we want to, and first of all, thank you again, Mary, uh, for being with us, uh, and telling your story today on the Hair Radio Show. Uh, and we want to remind the folks out there who are listening right now to what you're, what you're talking about and just remind everyone to certainly see your own physician uh, so that if you are thinking that you uh, have hair loss on any level, uh, certainly you want to seek out and speak with your own physician so you can you can be properly uh, treated. Now, yes. as we speak in general terms about this, uh, this has been just something that is devastated. The doctor was on earlier with us and explained to us a little bit about uh the, what you're suffering with and, and some of the causes of hair loss. Uh, and and I hear what you're saying. It sounds like a little bit of despair that, you know, you've been dealing with this for a long time and you haven't necessarily seen a whole lot of success in trying to, to treat it, so to speak. Uh, but from what I understand, that they are constantly researching. Uh, and, Darlene, what would you say to that? You, uh, That's what the doctor said. They are constantly Doing research, and you just kind of never know where it's going to lead. And I'm believing yes. that, you know, this yes, will be something that will be treated. Yeah. Um, What's more, like Dr. Um, Amerson had had shared with us that they are, you know, conducting research on. Um, I'm, Mary, I'm sure you've seen the the commercials with the with the eyelash. Where the eyelashes, where they use a certain type of medic- medication in order to grow the eyelashes, she said that they're
11: doing um, research on that of using that product in order to um, regenerate the the hair growth. So,
2: so it, it's not to say that it this is something that may be happening down the road, but it may be an option.
11: Yes.
4: Right. Yeah, or it could be sensitive. Else. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because if it grows the alias, the alias are very sensitive. So. Right.
2: Right. Right. Exactly. So. There. Oh, well, Mary. You're, go ahead. Go ahead, Carrie. Oh, darling. Thank you. I'm sorry. I was just going to ask Mary. Uh, Mary, has this affected, uh, or how has it affected? your home life, like, say, in the way that you may be relating to your family, does it affect that at all?
4: You know, in the beginning it did, but actually uh, my daughters know about my hair loss, but my sons don't know about my hair loss. I have not shared that with them. So when they come over, they're all adults. When they come over, they see me with either a wrap or or a wig on, they ask no questions. They they have no clue about my hair loss. My daughters and my husband do. But wow, uh, okay. I don't know. My sons are kind of sensitive, so I don't, I, I'm not sure how they would react. So I have not even shared that with them.
2: Well, it's interesting that you say that um, because I, you know, over the years we've been doing a hair radio show since 1995. And I remember I had a caller once uh, who said that she had been wearing a weave style and her husband had been married for eight years. I just never forgot this, that they had uh, been married for eight years and her husband didn't notice she had a weave. And I, wow. you know, at the time I thought it was incredulous. Um, but my goodness, um, I'm starting to think, you know, wow. it's It just, uh, just reminds me of that.
4: Yeah, my uh, husband so, knew right away. I, uh him and I talked about it, and I shared that with him right away. And actually, he tried to make me feel very comfortable. He said, well, as you lose it, he said, if you lose your hair, I'll shave my head. So, you know, whatever. Oh, you, I love you it. Oh, so he made yes. me very comfortable after a while with that. I just have not shared it with my sons.
2: And, and, you know, and it may be something that may not, you know, I don't know what the answer is to that, if it's even necessary to do so. I mean you know what's best, of course, for your situation and you know, but it's just I it's it's just a big battle and you sound like you're doing a great job in in dealing with this. You've been dealing with this for a long time. So our heads are
4: right. The reason I have not shared it with them is because I I I think they would probably relate it to cancer, they would probably get really upset. Mm. And even though, you know, it's it's not cancer, I've seen their reaction to certain things. I remember when their dad got hurt in a car, um, they was very sensitive to that with his hip, and they thought he was going to have to wear this platform shoe forever, and they had this look on his, their face and said, is he going to have to wear this shoe even though he was well and looked well? So I thought I don't want to you know,
1: share scared this scared with them, them and have think them
4: thinking, okay, Mom, she's not sharing everything with me. She's just not saying that she, right. you know, may have uh, something that's not curable, which, I mean, you know, it's not curable, but I, 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 well, I don't know if it's yes or not, but, you know, it's not like cancer that would eat you at this point, as far as I know. So that's why right, I have not right. shared it with my boys. My girls are more open and that They understand and not that the boys don't understand they're very educated, but uh uh I just am not comfortable at sharing it with them at this point.
2: I understand. Well listen, we wanna first of all take a moment to thank you uh for being with us today on the Hair Radio show and sharing your story uh you know, with us today. And thank we you want for to certainly me. uh Well, it's our pleasure, and uh, we certainly want to encourage all of the guys, all of you out there who are listening to the Hair Radio show right now to, of course, uh, you know, check with your doctor if you feel that you're experiencing any type of hair loss. And on the subject, of course, uh, you want to check more into it and keep it right here at Hair Radio because we're going to uh, be exploring a lot more of this as we go forward uh, very, very soon. So uh, Darlene, I want to thank you for being with us and helping us to co-host. Oh, you're welcome. You know, and I, I just wanted to add, um, Mary's case is just um, exceptional for the for the physician to run so many series of tests and in order to um, diagnose her condition. I mean, that's kind of unheard of for so many physicians to be present. Um, to To actually diagnose this, I mean, because when I was experiencing um, hair hair thinning, I mean, I was in the doctor's office fifteen minutes and I was
11: out. So that is truly a blessing.
4: Yes, I felt I felt very lucky about that. And that week that they came back, they happened to have all these pool of doctors, and they was having some kind of conference. And they asked me if I felt comfortable because that is something that they was in the process of researching. And I said, yes. So I took off work. At the time, I was working. I'm now retired. And I took off work, and I spent two hours there with them. Wow. Looking at my hair, scab, and all of that.
11: Wow.
2: Well, listen, I want to take a moment to thank you both for being part of this today. And uh, this just begins to kind of lift the first layer, if you will, on hair loss. And, And, again, we want... You out there to stay with us at hair radio. We'll be back. uh we'll be back. Stay with us You're listening to the hair radio morning show. I'm Carrie Hunt. The Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines, and we have a very special guest with us today. Her name is Dr. Pranik James. And uh, Dr. James, welcome to the Hair Radio Morning Show.
12: Well, thank you, Carrie, for having me.
2: Well, it's my pleasure. Now, you are a trichologist. Why don't you start? Uh, tell our, our listeners out there, what exactly is a trichologist?
12: Well, okay, Carrie, that's a great question. Uh, trichologist is someone who has studied the science of hair. So, I work very closely with uh, clients that are suffering from various hair and scalp disorders, hair loss, or just in general trying to get their hair to a healthy state.
2: Okay. Well, we're gonna we're gonna really go in that uh, uh, kind of talk about that a little bit more in just a few minutes. Uh, we have a lot of folks out there who are experiencing uh, what appears to be like hair loss or experiencing mm-hmm. hair loss. We might as well just say it. And I think that uh, we'll be able to kind of shed some light on some things and kind of be able to point them in the right direction uh, in terms of seeking mm-hmm. treatment or seeking help. Now, listen, um, in full disclosure, Dr. James, I have to say to all of the fans of uh, the Hair Radio Show and those who've already, who've already purchased How to Get Rich in the Hair Business book, you are featured in this great book so uh, uh, by yours truly. So I want to thank you for that and just point it out to everybody that uh, in addition to this wonderful uh, opportunity we have to talk to you today, that they can always pick up the How to Get Rich in a Hair Business book because you bring the hair talk and they can read it word for word in this book. So I just want to mention that, get that out of the way uh, a <laughs> bit now. Dr. James, um, you were just telling us in terms of uh, what trichology is. Let's let's just go back a little bit. Tell the folks where you're from and where you operate from.
12: I am originally from Norfolk, Virginia. I currently stay about 30 minutes away from Norfolk in, Ver- in the beautiful city of Virginia Beach, Virginia, where I also operate my salon, natural hair salon, and clinic, which is known as fruits of the spirit hair care studio and clinic
2: all right well we're going to be uh checking uh, uh, checking back with you on that uh, throughout the broadcast i'm going to remind all the folks out there um keep reminding everybody about this wonderful place that you have so when they're in the area they can check uh check it out now um let let us delve into this wonderful world of tripology Um you see a lot of folks who have, uh, in their opinion, experienced hair loss. Uh, but let's, let's flip it. What do you think, what is the most common type of, um, issue that you, you treat there in your shop in the way of hair loss?
12: That's a great question, Carrie. Um, There are so many different variations of uh, different conditions that I treat. For the most part, I find that a lot of women uh, are coming into the clinic with traction alopecia. Um, Traction alopecia is just one of the different variations of alopecia. There are so many. Um, But what traction alopecia is is when the client um, has, or the actual stylus who rendered the service has caused trauma to the hair follicle, and in some instances it can be reversed if it's caught you know early enough, or the you know they're seeing the early signs um, however, if they wait too long, then the follicles can become dormant whereas you know it's not reversible, so that is wow. the main uh
6: the main that's the
12: number type one. of alopecia. That I, yeah, that's the number one. And then you know I'm seeing androgenetic alopecia, where it's, you know it's from the genetics, it's in, you know hereditary. Um, and then I'm seeing a lot of uh, seborrheic dermatitis, wherein that can also lead you know to hair loss or thinning around the hairline if it if it is not treated. So again, there's so many different variations, but pretty much those are the most. Those are the number one uh, types that I'm seeing.
2: Okay, well, and talking about it uh, a bit, especially the traction alopecia, uh, is that the one that's identified most with, like, the tight braids and the the pulling uh, from the scalp uh, for the tight ponytail-type things? Uh, tell us a little bit, what are some of the, that in, in your experience, some of the uh, common styles that uh, seem to contribute to traction alopecia or could lead to it?
12: The type of styling that could lead to traction alopecia, of course, is the weaving, the tight braids, uh, chemical damage, you know, over of chemical relaxers, uh, which can also cause scarring alopecia, wherein, you know, in most instances, the hair will not grow back. Um, but for the most part, it's the tight braids, uh, glue, uh, which is definitely a no-no. I wouldn't advise anyone to uh, do the glue ends, even with the uh, so called protective methods or taking precautionary measures, uh, you still can cause, you know, damage to the follicle itself. Mm. So those those now, are yes. uh, pretty much the contributing factors.
2: Those are okay. Now I've heard uh, uh a lot of folks say that they feel like it that there's nothing they can do. Um You know, and I'm understanding that there are some treatments you yourself just mentioned that if, uh, in some cases, if it's caught early, it can possibly be reversed. Um, What can someone do? uh, What are the steps they should take in in terms of first identifying this and and then what possibly could they do to minimize this or to reverse this, if you will?
12: They need to see a trichologist right away when they're experiencing the early signs, like Say for instance, they're experiencing excessive hair breakage, or uh, they had a chemical service rendered, and they, uh, you know, a bald spot occurs, or they're undergoing tremend- a tremendous amount of stress, uh, which is also uh, which can also lead to alopecia areata, which I didn't tap or touch on. Um, right. Alopecia areata can be uh, caused by traumatic or chronic stress. Uh, traumatic of course is something that happens unexpected uh, death in the family uh, loss of job etc that can contribute to traumatic stress which of course can cause alopecia areata wherein they may experience one uh, mosaic circular uh, spot in the head if it goes untreated then of course it it spreads, you know, over the head, and it can go into um, alopecia totalis, where they lose all of the hair and, and eyebrows, et cetera. And then, if it goes untreated, then it can it can actually go into alopecia universalis, where they lose all body hair. Of course, that is an autoimmune um, type right, issue, right. which mm-hmm. which of course can be targeted with health as well.
2: Now, the areata, isn't that the one that can possibly, you know, your hair can start to grow back after, you know, maybe the stress is, you know, alleviated in some way? Uh, is that oh, possible? Absolutely.
12: Yes. Okay. It normally takes about three to six months. You know, if the hair is going to grow back, that's the norm, anywhere between three to six month, months with treatments.
2: Uh,
12: um, so but you that have is also hair. a major. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: No, no, I'm listening to you go right ahead.
12: No, I was just saying that that is definitely um, another major uh, issue that comes into the clinic, the the alopecia areata.
2: Wow. Now, now in your clinic, do you treat uh, majority women or men, or is it about even? Do you find that these types of issues are about even?
12: I would say... uh, Men are about twenty years ahead um in the hair loss industry, whether you know they're receiving hair replacement treatments, et cetera but um a lot of women are coming out more so now um than ever before. but to answer your question, Carrie, I treat approximately about seventy percent women and uh thirty percent men or males um but tell us males are very secretive. Males are very secretive. You know, they're not like us women wherein we, you know, we like to talk about it in a group, et cetera. They, you know, the males, they like to be very, this is a very private issue for them, and um, they don't really have a support group like the women, you know, do. But um, for the most part, like I said, I I do treat both.
2: Okay, because I kind of can understand what you mean, because if I could just get away, throw a wig on, and nobody would know it's a wig. I'm just, I'm out the door. I'm stepping on. And uh, that's kind of how I, you know. So in terms of treatment, yeah, and, and um, you know, being a diet, I guess, you know, that's very possible where we would look at it differently. But I do want to ask about that. You said that, you know, with the, the men were 20 years ahead. What exactly did you mean by that? I'm not sure if I was clear on that.
12: Well, with the males, you know, uh, with the hair replacement, like hair club for uh, men and women, you know, et cetera, uh-huh. they actually, you know, took part in the hair replacement units prior to the women. Um, uh-huh. They they do like the toupees and the, you know, the hair, right. of course, they've got a little bit more um, modern today, but uh, they were actually the ones that started, you know, uh, wearing the hair replacement units or pieces which is something also that I offer uh, to as a solution to take care of my patients or clients that are suffering from hair loss, to take care of their parents while they're in the midst of treatment.
2: Okay. Um, Do they still call it like the prosthesis uh, items and all prosthesis. of
12: that?
2: Yeah, yes, cranial so, okay. prosthesis
12: or prosthetics, yes.
2: Okay, wow. This is a vast subject. Uh, first of all, folks, if you've just joined us, You're listening to the Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines, and today's guest is renowned trichologist, Dr. Pranik James. And I'm so excited to have her with us. And and you've been a longtime supporter of the Hair Radio Show, as we pointed out earlier. And uh, we're just very excited to have you with us. And you are the go-to person. You are the go-to trichologist. And uh, just a a wonderful uh, stylist. Now, you're a natural hair stylist. Uh so Absolutely. you do uh you, yeah so you run the whole gamut. Tell our listeners uh some of the uh some of the things that some of the other things that you do at your salon some of the other services I should say.
12: Sure. Um as I mentioned earlier of course uh I am I am the trichologist but also I am the uh I'm a natural I'm all all natural focused stylist. Uh, meaning that we do not render chemicals within the uh, salon, uh, with the exception of color, but as for relaxers or permanent waving, et cetera, we do not uh, render those type of services. However, whether the client is wanting to wear the hair kinky, coily, or smooth, frizz-free flowing hair, we are able to achieve those options with chemical-free solutions. So we do provide alternatives to, to our clients to, of course, maintain the optimal uh, health of the hair.
2: Okay, and speaking of uh, optimal health of the hair, do you find that uh, a lot of the clients nowadays are coming in with their whole uh, their whole attitude is about what can they do to keep their hair healthy or to get their hair healthy, and then what steps they need to do to keep their hair healthy, and maybe seeing you is that great first step. But what uh, what have you noticed at the salon?
12: Uh, Absolutely. Uh, A lot of the consumers are coming in, especially uh, naturalists, they're coming in, they're wanting to know what what products they can use on their hair, uh, what supplements they can take to uh, maintain healthy hair, etc. My approach is a multi-therapy approach. I work inside out. Um, So healthy hair starts within and it works its way out. Um so a lot of times clients that are coming in uh have a lot of nutritional deficiencies, which of course reflect in the hair so let 's say for instance, someone comes in uh they have an issue, and they're you know of course our body we have ten different body systems, so a lot of times the women that are coming in. Uh, their issues are with their glandular system. That's the system that houses our adrenal glands. That's the system that helps us to deal with stress, uh, menopausal issues, thyroid issues. All of that stems from that particular body system. Um, So again, back to health, uh, a lot of times, it's just a matter of being placed on a customized regimen in order to you know achieve the optimum health of the hair then of course the the products the using the correct products in the hair um, a lot of times they're using this product they're using that, and they're actually product junkies um, at my salon. I require before any services are rendered I do require. A consultation to be rendered. It's not a 10-minute or 5-minute consultation. It's actually 45 minutes to an hour where I meet one-on-one um, with the potential consumer that comes in. I meet with them one-on-one. We address the goals that they desire for their hair. And this is just a more so a basic consultation uh, targeting healthy hair uh, and natural hair. Um, so we discuss their goals that they desire for their hair. Um, Then I conduct a basic hair and scalp analysis to determine how those goals will be achieved. Um, Then I identify their curl type, which is very important in determining uh, what products will work best on their hair to enhance their curl pattern. So again, they're not becoming a product junkie or, uh, of course, we can better suit their needs. Um, Then we address the various styling options only based or based upon the condition of their hair, the looks they're opting for, and I also go an at-home maintenance regimen to follow. So a lot of times, you know, whether the client wants to be salon dependent or they want to take care of their hair at home, my number one goal is to make sure that they understand how to maintain the health of the hair. So if I have someone come, you know, a naturalist that comes in and they just want to know what type of products they use in their hair, I don't just sell them the products. I make sure that we do a tutorial. Uh, They know step one, step two, step three. I write them out a a customized prescription on how to use the products. A lot of times, you know, you have to mix parts, et cetera, Um, and the regimen is specifically designed for the individual. There is no one particular treatment or product that's going to work 100% 100 across the board for each client, so that's why I recommend the consultation, so therefore everybody's on the same page, and we're moving in you know in the right direction.
2: what you say about the products i mean that that just seems to be key uh when we look at television, we are you know constantly seeing so many different uh new uh items on the market to treat hair loss uh What's your take on it, and, and why do we see so much, and nothing seems to really be effective in terms of what we see on TV?
12: Of course, you know, every time you turn around, like you said, you're you're seeing this product come out, this product, et cetera. Again, back to knowing exactly what the issues are, um,
1: mm-hmm.
12: we're pretty much... Uh, determine what is needed for that particular individual. Like I said, there's no one size fit all. No, Um, there isn't. I I, I recommend, I highly recommend, you know, them coming in if they're not in my area, if they're having hair loss issues, et cetera, they need to seek a trichologist. Um, Mm -hmm. So therefore they know exactly what the issue is versus treating the symptom, they can get to the source of what's going on. Um because if they don't target this, what's going on the the actual problem itself at hand, then they're gonna spend their wheels. If this product doesn't work, let me try this. somebody said this is working, and nothing is working. so they're wasting their money and their time um versus just you know going to seek professional uh consultation a- co- professional consultation um and again determining what's gonna work best for them as an individual.
2: I see wow. Well folks again if you've just joined us, you're listening to the Hair Radio morning show. I'm Carrie Hines and I want to take a moment to just thank Dr. Pranik James for being with us today. Doctor James again, welcome to Hair Radio and thank you so much for being with us.
12: Thank you, Carrie. I I'm really enjoying myself talking about what I love. Well I can actually go so on thrilled. and on and on. I don't think you have enough time well, for me okay. today. Yes, we do. <laughs> that okay. we've got three full hours
2: here at the Hair Radio <laughs> Morning Show. Oh wow! And if you need more, we'll 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 look into that. Uh, okay. Speaking of which, actually, you bring up a very good point because even uh, following uh, this uh, interview today, uh, folks can still read a whole lot more of what you have to say about hair care in my book, How to Get Rich in the Hair Business. So I'm very excited because you were kind enough to make a contribution uh, to us, and in the way of some wonderful hair uh, ideas and some, you know, hair loss prevention ideas and, and and so forth. And we really really appreciate that. In fact, you mentioned something, and maybe you can help us to get to understand this. The those of us who are novices uh, uh, and we're not stylists, but what exactly in terms of identifying not identifying the girl pattern, but the the classification, the 4C, the this, the that, what does that mean? You know what I mean in terms of, yeah, different classes. Is there a way that you can explain that so we at least have some kind of idea and we can um, take it from there?
12: Oh, absolutely. Uh, For the most part, the... The curl classifications or curl, curl types, again, are determined, uh, or the products that you use in your hair are determined by your, your curl type or your curl classification, and also how much heat is used on the hair, etc. You'll find that your looser curl pattern or weight patterns will fall uh, below the three or the earlier three, uh, cur- three, two, and one uh, curl types. Uh, you'll find that your, your tighter curl types will be in the four categories. You have your 4A, uh, which is more so prone to frizz. That's more of a coily, curly uh, type curl pattern. And then of course you have your uh, your 4B, and then of course your 4C, uh, which will be more your zigzag, which is the tightest on the charting. So again, um, knowing your curl type will definitely take a lot of guesswork out of what products work best on your hair, what shampoos and conditioners, styling aids, all of that. And speaking of shampoos and conditioners, let me uh, kind of tap on that as well. Sure. I find that I travel all over the country and do the different natural hair shows, and a lot of times I'm finding that the natural leases, they're quick to pick up the styling product but forget all about the foundation. All right, uh, The mm. foundation definitely has to uh, – be addressed properly prior to coming in with styling aids. Um, of course, that has a lot to deal with your porosity and your elasticity. And uh, just to kind of tap on that, that that means a lot as well um, when you're determining what products work in your hair, what you need to use for your hair, et cetera. Uh, the porosity is the ability for the hair to hold up moisture or product. And then, of course, the elasticity is the ability for the hair to stretch and return to its natural state without popping or shedding. So it's good to actually have those two tests rendered as well before uh, you actually determine what products will work best in your hair. And that should be something addressed in a consultation um, when you go visit uh, your local stylist, or you're considering going natural, or you're completely natural. Now, back to the foundational products. Uh, your foundational products should always consist of a clarifying shampoo. I hear a lot about co-washing, and I'll get to that in a moment. Right, yes. Um, you should always have a clarifying shampoo. And I think the fear with a lot of the uh, consumers that are natural, they don't want to properly cleanse their hair or completely submerge their hair in shampoo uh, because they are afraid of the hair drying out or becoming really tangly, et cetera. But if you have the proper uh, balance regimen, meaning that your hair, once you've finished styling your hair or applying your styling products, your hair should be at a pH balance of 4.5 to 5.5. The scale runs from Mm -hmm. 1 to 14, and each product that you apply to your hair has a certain pH level. If you don't know it, know what the pH of each product you're using in your hair and how to determine that, You again, you're going to be spinning your wheels. So back to your shampoo, you should always come in with a clarifying shampoo first. Clarifying shampoos will come in and remove any and everything that has deposited onto the hair shaft, oils, dirt, debris, minerals, some sweat that deposit on the shaft make the hair very dry and brittle, medications if they, you know, go swimming, It takes everything out. And then your second shampoo should be determined upon your finished look. So if they're wanting to wear their hair uh, curly or coily, they should be using a moisturizing shampoo that's geared towards texture. If they're wanting to uh, smooth their hair, uh, do a steam press or uh, a silk press, then they need to be using uh, a shampoo, a smoothing shampoo, that's also a moisturizing shampoo designed for smoothing the hair because those type of shampoos contain chionic polymers. Chionic polymers is a smoothing complex that prepares the hair for heat. It actually smooths the cuticle layer, um, so it makes the hair, it makes it more easier uh, for the stylist or the consumer to actually go in with heat and smooth the hair. If they're using a a shampoo that's geared towards curly, they're going to find that their silk press is not going to last as long. It's going to be a little bit more Uh. challenging. Um, to go in and and smooth the hair. And then, of course, it it doesn't have the heat protectants or the humidity blockers built in. And then they should be rotating their conditioning regimen. The hair is just like the body, so if they constantly use the same conditioners, eventually the hair will not respond. And this is just general. Um, And once you've built that foundation coming in with the proper shampoo and conditioning regimen, now, of course, your shampoos and conditioners should be sulfate-free. A lot of times... uh, that's that's general. However, if they're experiencing any type of uh, hair or scalp disorders, dry scalp, sober dermatitis, eczema, psoriasis, they shouldn't be using uh, any shampoos that contain SLS, which is sodium lauryl sulfate. And you'll find that a lot of the shampoos that state they're sulfate-free, they'll still have the SLS uh, built in, which is very mild. Um, a milder form of sulfate. And what sulfate is, is just like you use a dish detergent in your hair. Uh, sulfate actually goes in and strips yeah. the hair, and makes the hair very dry. Um, but as for the conditioners, again, rotating the conditioners, they should be using a protein um, and moisturizing treatment. However, too much protein can snap the hair, too little can as well. So they do want to make sure that both. Uh, contents are properly balanced and any other specifics that they m- may need. Uh, if they're suffering from hair loss, then, of course, there are treatment shampoos that are on the market mm. that will cater to the hair loss, um, if their hair well, is know, very dry or porous, et cetera. Go ahead, Carrie. i and,
2: and No, I just wanted to jump in. No, I, I love this. I wanted to just say uh, it seems to me that a lot of this would uh, – there, there's no way that um, just a person on the street would – kind of know these things. So, how do they find a trichologist? I mean, is it does every hairstylist know all of this or do you work with their stylist? What's the role of the trichologist in terms of how do you connect with the person? How does the person connect with you? How do they find you? And then what's, you know, what what would you suggest that they do to, to even connect with a trichologist to begin with?
1: Because um, it seems to me that they
2: uh, that they need to work with you know, that they have to, it's an education process as well, it sounds like to me.
12: Oh, absolutely. It's tons of education is is ongoing. You know, the industry is constantly changing, just like just with hair in general, it, it constantly changed. But my advice for someone that uh, is looking to become a trichologist, I would
2: recommend uh Oh, no, no, no I mean, uh, looking to connect. To connect, connect with one. I mean I'm Okay, right. I'm Choose sorry. I misunderstood your them. question. Okay.
12: okay. Uh okay. Internet searching, like in my area, uh if they type in psychologist, you know, I'm I pop up I'm pretty much the, actually, I'm the only trichologist within, you know, the Hampton Roads area. Uh, The closest near me is in the DMV, which is in your northern uh, Virginia uh, area. Um, Trichologists are very rare. Um, I am creating a program where I'm working um, with stylists or cosmetologists, you know, providing them with a referral fee uh, for referring to clients that are suffering from hair loss, and then I can write out a, you know, a prescription on, you know, what they need to do. Uh, if they, you know, or you know, when they return back to their stylist on, you know, what products their stylist need to use, you know, et cetera, or they may come, you know, they may come once a month to me and still continue their service with their stylist, you know, et cetera. So it's like
2: a team approach.
12: Um, oh, absolutely, absolutely, it has to be a team approach. Um, you know, once they come and have treatments done, they don't want to return to what they were previously doing because they're just, you know, defeating the purpose. But like I said, for the most part, is a, you know, an inner issue working inside out. Um, so for the most part, if they, they're they placed on the proper uh, regimen health-wise as for, you know, nutritional supplements, then, of course, that will help, you know, the outer.
1: So that's pretty
12: much what, you know, the steps we take. Um and then of course we treat topically and we come in with electrotherapy treatments all of that um is inclusive in you know coming to a trichologist. um hopefully I'm answering your question and not going around this number. Oh, I think bush. you're doing a great job
2: um <laughs> okay. and I'm listening to every word you say uh, my other question i was just thinking as you were explaining that what about the cost Now, you this seems to me that this is uh, this is beyond i call it para here this is beyond uh the, the, you know, the typical styling services type thing in general, you know, of course, it can be part of it, as you explained earlier. But mm-hmm. uh, is this something that like possibly insurance might cover? Uh, does it is that even possible in some cases or is this because it sounds so medical? And so, you know, it just sounds very like a different level beyond uh, styling services that you generally find with a hairstylist or, or a barber.
12: Uh, that is a great question. Still to date, uh, the insurance companies do not cover the um, trichology treatments. However, they do cover hair replacement. Um, however, you know, it has to be pre-approved by their insurance company and it will fall in the category of cranial prosthetics as for them, you know, as providing them with a solution, you know, to take care of their parents. But Still to date, they don't cover trichology, you know, the trichology aspect of it, which is sad, but um, we're working towards that uh, at this point, And in the near future, it, it should, you know, come, come into effect.
2: And one of the biggest uh, questions that I, I should have asked you kind of at the top, and you kind of explained a whole lot since then, which has been fantastic, but clearly the difference between a dermatologist and a trichologist.
12: Well, again, that's another great question, Carrie. You have so many great questions. Um, oh, you just the difference. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> the difference, and and that that's a very important question. Uh, the difference between a trichologist and a dermatologist. Um, a dermatologist is someone who more so uh, specializes in derma or skin. However, they uh, they have been trained to you know work with hair slightly. But when a consumer goes to a dermatologist and they say, okay, I have this issue with my scalp, et cetera, the the dermatologist is only going to treat the symptoms, meaning they're going to maybe suggest cortisone injections or some type of topical solution, et cetera, which, of course, only pacifies the problem, Um, on the other hand, or causes some other side effects. On the other hand when uh a consumer comes to a trichologist we take a multi therapy approach to overall hair health meaning that we're going to you know get to the source of what's going on to provide more of a of a permanent solution versus uh something that's you know only going to be semi permanent or temporary okay. Got uh, and it, even when they it. go to a dermatologist, and you know they provide provide the, them with a topical solutions, a lot of times it throws the pH of the hair and the scalp off. Um, dry the you know dries the hair out severely, so they may take care of one issue, you know temporarily, but it causes another issue, you know severe hair breakage. Um, again, throwing the balance of the hair off, the hair is very porous, so um, not. Saying that the dermatology solutions do not work, but if someone comes to me that has been to a dermatologist, I don't talk against the dermatologist or um, just pretty okay. much, you know, tell them to put, you know, put the you products. You don't say. Don't go back to, to that one. Right. Okay. What we do is we take. We can take what they have and add to it to make sure that the hair is balanced because the ultimate goal is when that hair is growing in, we don't want it to reverse. We don't want it to snap back off. So if the hair is growing into a unhealthy environment, if it's very dry, you know, growing into a dry environment, it's, it, you know, especially with the tighter curl patterns in the four categories we mentioned earlier, right. uh, you'll right. find that the hair will snapping back off, so they started start going, you know, backwards, and they'll end up with the same issues.
2: Mm. Well, I have to say, folks, uh, Doctor James, you are just uh, chock full of information. We're going to have to have you back often because yes, our our listeners. Yes, well, we'd love to have you because our listeners have a lot of questions. Hair loss is a huge uh, topic. Uh, it's a it's a big discussion, and uh, mm-hmm. today was a great introduction to it. But we need to have you back to break it all the way down.
12: Absolutely. I'd love to do that.
2: Well, we'd love to have you. Now, uh, any – well, you know what? Before we go, let me just have the the folks out there know how to reach you again. Dr. James, how how would they find you? Where would they find you? Uh, How would they find you and all of that? Please share that with our listeners.
12: Great, thank you, uh, Carrie. They can find me or they can actually go to my website, which is Fruit of the Spirit Salons with an S, dot com. They can actually schedule an appointment online if they have any questions, they can um send those questions over. Uh I'm also on Facebook under Preneek P-R-E, N a Nancy I. K. James, um, Instagram, Fruit of the Spirit Salons and also Twitter, um, so all the social media sites they can reach me on. Or they can call me, area code 757-452-0170. And as I mentioned, the name of the salon is Fruit of the Spirit Hair Care Studio and Clinic, and we're located in the beautiful city of Virginia Beach, Virginia. So I look forward to hearing um, hearing from the listeners soon.
2: Absolutely. And and folks out there, uh, when you do contact uh, Dr. James, please let her know that you heard about her right here on the Hair Radio Morning Show. That's important. Uh, you know, uh, so Dr. James, okay. Thank you. Uh, any last thoughts that you want to share? Things that you want to drive home, a point you want to drive home with everyone before we say goodbye today?
12: Sure. Um, I wanted to add uh, one of my websites uh, as for the health of the hair. Um, I do have another website in the company that I'm affiliated with. It's called www.healthyhair.idlife.com, where the listeners can go on my website and take a free HIPAA-compliant health assessment where it will identify all of their nutritional needs. Because, of course, our body, we're individuals and, of course, our body needs individualized nutrition. So, visit my website, uh, fill out the uh, HIPAA compliant uh, health assessment. It'll print them out a comprehensive report. is free of charge, so they can kind of get an idea of what their body needs nutritional wise. And to end this interview, I would like to tell the the listening audience, or let them know that healthy hair begins with with a healthy start.
2: Mm. Well, I believe that ID life. I've seen them in action, outstanding. Thank you for mentioning that. Dr. Pradeep James, thank me. you. Yes, well, thank you for being with us. And uh, just want to shout out to all the folks that you're connected with and your mother and just everybody. Please, uh, you know, you so from much. the Hair Radio Show, pass along our, our well wishes and all of that. You have a great I day. I will
12: do. Thank you so much, uh, Carrie, for having me.
2: All right. Well folks, listen, there's a lot more of the Hair Radio morning show to come. Stay with us. You're listening to the Hair Radio Broadcast Network. I'm Carrie Hines. We have with us a very special guest. Her name is Sakina Enzinga. Welcome to Hair Radio.
5: Thank you, Carrie. It's a pleasure to be here.
2: Now, Sakina, I want to first of all, uh, we certainly are going to talk about natural hair and uh, the product line that you represent, Nuade. Uh, but first, let's tell the folks a little bit about who you are. <laughs> <laughs>
5: well, it's a pleasure to be here again, like I said. Um, a little bit about who I am I would say I am a beauty entrepreneur, a spokesperson for Nuade hair product line, and a healer of aspects. I'd say.
2: (laughs) All right. Now, Mm Nuade. What exactly is Nuade?
5: Nuade is a line of moisturizing hair oils uh, that can be used for uh, scalp treatments, uh, hot oil treatments, oil, uh, rinses. Uh, You would use it for lock maintenance. There are different ways that you can use hair oil in that way, you know. Uh, But Nuade is... Uh, it, has the, it means new crown in Nigeria, Yor- Yoruba language. Uh, and new crown meaning we would want people to associate uh, their hair care as if they're taking care of a crown. And so that's why it's called nuade in that way.
2: We love it. Now tell the folks, um, and we certainly have a whole lot to talk about today. But let's just let them know, if they're interested in buying New A Day or finding out more about New A Day products, how would you direct them?
5: Uh, you can find us online. Uh, we sell retail and wholesale uh, at mynuaday.com
2: Wonderful. Now, we want to tell everybody out there listening to you right now and listening to us that you will be coming to the Hair Radio Broadcast Network. And we're excited to have you.
5: Yes, and that is the most exciting news of the day. <laughs> yes, it I is. will be coming to the Hair Radio Network.
2: Yes. Now, you bring with you a lot of direct experience, uh, a true legacy and lineage uh, in the natural hair world. Tell our listeners just what that means and, and who you really are.
5: <laughs> yes. I would say... Um, Yes, I do have a a very rich lineage, I'd say. Um, My mother was uh, the first natural hair salon. Uh, She opened up the first natural hair salon in Brooklyn uh, back in the 80s, I'd say. She's written a book on natural hair care called No Lie, Uh, an African-American woman's guide to natural hair care, and she's created this product line. Uh, She also was very active in establishing the natural hair licensing in New York. Uh, So that's where I come from. Um, I'm a daughter of a natural hair pioneer. Let's
2: give her a (laughs) shout-out.
5: Yes, to Talani Kennard. Hi. hope you're listening.
2: (laughs) I'm sure she is. Mm-hmm. Uh now we want to we want to certainly having that kind of, you know, uh legacy to continue. We want to talk to you of what does natural hair mean to you? Uh because times have really changed mm-hmm. along the way and yes. and uh, we certainly will talk uh, talk about that, but what does natural hair mean to you? Uh
5: well, natural hair uh really is it yes, I would say that the definition has changed a bit. But I more so focus on healthy hair care. Mm. You know, I I want people to kind of get away from saying the word natural in that sense only because you don't want to get caught in saying that term and defining your hair care process. You know, you can be natural and use protective stylists, protective styles like braids and twists and locks to express yourself artistically, but is your hair healthy?
0: Mm. That's
5: more important. You know, um, so how are you caring for your hair is uh, where I come from, you know, in terms of are, what kind of TLC are you giving yourself when you're taking care of your hair.
2: And what else would you suggest mm-hmm. uh, when you, you know, as you were just saying, that you rather say the word healthy and mm-hmm. substitute that, natural? Because natural now, is is it being used a bit loosely for your taste? (laughs) I mean, am I putting words in? What do you think about that?
5: Well, I would say, you know, um, the transition to wearing your hair natural back in the day was more so uh, for Pan-African political reasons. Nowadays, people just want the education in terms of how they would wear their hair in its natural state. And a lot of people haven't seen their natural hair texture. You know, um, but it's more of a psychological trend and shift to understanding more about yourself.
2: Now, I have to and, and folks out there if you've just tuned in, you're listening to the Hair Radio Broadcast Network. I'm Carrie Hines. We have us with us actually live in the studio, Miss Sagina Nzinga of <laughs> New A day, And we are happy to welcome her to Hair Radio in many ways.
5: Thank you. It's so exciting to be here. You know, this is, this network is very um, needed in terms of its establishing um, different topics about the hair industry and really highlighting stylists. You know, this is exciting. Thank you for having me.
2: It's our pleasure. Now, we want speaking of coming to the Hair Radio Broadcast Network, uh, we want to tell the folks a little bit about what they can expect to hear when they tune into your show.
5: Well, uh, my show, yes, my show. Your show, show. yes. (laughs) This will be, um, I will really be highlighting um, styling techniques um, geared towards healthy hair care. And, you know, we'll definitely be sponsored by Nua Day, which is a healthy hair care product line. Um, But I would really like to talk about um, hair adornment and Mm -hmm. bridging the gaps in in hair care and black hair care. So not just natural hair, but you know, people who use chemical styles as well, um, but really highlighting the artistic expression of what black hair care can do.
2: And what are some of the things it can do?
5: (laughs) Well, you can twist it, braid it, weave it, perm it, cut it, color it, (laughs) you know, but you want to highlight the proper techniques to do these things, you know, and really highlighting what healthy hair care is about
2: well stated mm-hmm. well again if you've just joined us uh we are just chatting live in the studio with miss sakina Nzinga of new aday and uh and soon to be on hair radio as one of our program hosts uh sharing with you uh her wonderful lineage uh in the natural hair world and also talking about healthy hair care and uh a little bit more let's 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 go back to that mm-hmm. how do you think uh we've talked a little bit about you know from the the transition from the old uh to the new and we've speaking of transitions we have talked a little bit about uh you know for those folks out there who are transitioning from relaxed hair care so to speak or having a relaxed style into a natural hair state
9: mm-hmm.
2: how was that transition what was that transition like for you
5: uh actually i Ne- necessarily have a transition. <laughs> really? I've been I've been natural my whole life.
1: Really? You know,
5: um I'm one of the original natural hair wow. people, you know? Wow. Um I remember what it was like, um back in the day mm-hmm. to not really be accepted um socially for wearing my hair in its natural state. And now it's more accepted, you know, in terms of wearing my hair in its curly state or wearing braided hairstyles. Nowadays, um, I wear a style, um, I'd say a couple of times during the year where I'm wearing micro braids with beads, adornment, and I get a lot of um, reactions, you know, Mm -hmm. I get a lot of compliments about it. But when I used to wear these styles when I was younger, you know, I was teased a lot in school and... You know, I had uh, thread wrapping and stuff. Now it's more appreciated, and I appreciate that good feedback now than um, what I experienced back in the day. In the know? day, wow. So um, I would say that that, was, that is a transition that I have seen over the years that, you know, natural hairstyles or um, African-centered hairstyles are more accepted now than they were before. So um, that's my journey as in terms of highlighting what the transition is. Um, but in terms of people transitioning nowadays, I would say that it's more of a psychological trend uh, where people are accepting themselves as they are, you know, accepting their natural hair texture and learning more about it. I think it's a beautiful, beautiful experience to, to highlight and to talk about. Mm-hmm.
2: In which they'll be able to do that right on your show. Yes,
5: they Coming will. Coming soon, yes. And so what
2: we're going to do is keep you informed. We will certainly post it to the Hair Radio website and and talk about it right here on the network mm-hmm. uh, when you'll be launching because we want everybody tuned in uh, to to what you have to say. Very interesting and some great topics to come. I've got a to, I took a little sneak peek. I'm excited to uh, to have you on the network. So
5: yes, indeed. You know, we really want to highlight um, hair adornment, uh, protective styling, talking about um, what the definition of natural is. And if the term is still needed, you know, Mm. now that the industry has grown and we're becoming more accepted with curly hair care definition or not, or, you know, braided hairstyles, um, being more accepted in locking, being more accepted, you know, is the term really needed anymore? Mm. You know, that is my question, and I'm sure it will bring up a lot of controversy (laughs) and people who want to talk about it more. But also really highlighting the stylist, and I am very excited to have a show on the Hair Radio Network, you know, where we are highlighting stylists in the industry because there are people that have taken their, their life dedicated to styling black hair. And we can do so much with it. It's so beautiful to be able to talk about all the things that can happen with our hair.
2: Well, we want to remind everyone, and certainly uh, down the road, we will be having uh, the Hair Radio awards uh that we will definitely uh our panel will be looking at all of you guys who are on our network so we also want to invite you guys out there uh listening right now if you're in the hair business or the hair industry and uh for those of you who are the hair enthusiasts we want you as well to send us any questions that you may have or contact us uh we're happy to share information with you and uh it's a This is uh, a show, uh, you know, that is, as Sakina was just saying, we're doing all of this wonderful stuff for you, the information that we are looking to impart.
5: Exactly. Our model is to bridge the gaps, bridging the gaps in black hair care. You Mm -hmm. know, so we're not just talking to natural stylists. We're talking to traditional cosmetologists. We're talking to everyone, you know, to bridge the gaps in black hair care, to bridge the gaps in the hair industry so that we can all be on the same page in terms of, Acknowledging healthy hair care practices, acknowledging where they come from, and um, practicing them more often.
2: Now, now, you know what, Sakina, Mm -hmm. I would love to get your opinion on this. And this is just switching uh, gears just a tad on... natural hair and the entertainment world out there <laughs> um you know years ago you really didn't see too many images of the celebrities
9: mm-hmm.
1: uh with
2: natural hairstyles uh what's your take on that where do you see it now or did i you notice am anything?
5: so excited to see them on on all these networks and commercials and award ceremonies. You know, I think the most prevalent moment was when um Viola Davis came out and accepted her award um in a natural hairstyle. you know, of course, we have the neo soul artists like Erica Badu and Jill Scott, you know that flip back and forth, but they show the versatility. Of the different styles that can be worn. I mean, Erica Badu is not afraid to wear a straight hairstyle like Joe Scott. But then they'll also go back and forth between, you know, wearing an afro or a braided hairstyle at the same time. I think it's beautiful. You know, we have Janelle Monae, we have Chrissette Michelle, and even the men. You know, like Wale. His new video is out now. He has a wonderful lock style that's in um, the patterns that are in it. It's so beautiful. And I am excited to see what is to come. You know, we have Solange now that's um, wearing her hair in a natural state. And, you know, they'll say um, people will talk against Beyonce wearing a blonde weave and and all of the other artists that wear the straight hair weaves and stuff. But, you know, my motto is, Hair expressions, the way you want to wear your hair is an artistic expression. The question is, are the proper techniques being taken to wear your hair in that state? You know, are you abusing it? Because we have Naomi Campbell that wears her hair in weaves, but you've seen pictures of her where, you know, she's losing her hairline. Now, what? why is that? You know, because is that is that hairstyle that she was using, was that being abused? And what kind of message is that promoting? You know, um, I think that a lot of people have abused um eurocentric hairstyles because they're not used to understanding how to take care of their own hair texture, and I think that um now that we have celebrities that are wearing different hairstyles and different options that they're bringing more awareness to how many different styles can be worn um can be worn, and you know healthy hair care techniques that can be taken up in practice so I am excited about this industry. Yes. <laughs> you and know? you
2: will be sharing so much on your show. And again, mm-hmm. guys out there, if you've just joined us, you're listening to the Hair Radio Broadcast Network. I'm Carrie Hines and we've been chatting with Miss Sakina Inzinga of New A Day and uh soon to be right here on Hair Radio, the Hair Radio Broadcast Network. Uh and some of the topics that are coming. Now, for the industry in general, mm-hmm. Sakina, what do you see in general, for the uh, natural hair world?
5: Uh, well, I see that it is expanding rapidly, and I am really excited as to how it is expanding. Um, I think there is more awareness than there ever has been before in terms of how to take care of curly, kinky, coily hair textures, and um, it's a beautiful thing, you know. But I think that there needs to be more awareness um, in terms of the stylus that are doing these um these styles every day and um we need to now establish curriculum in our hair schools um and so I think that um it's good that there's more awareness and that it's growing and I would like to see it continue to do so.
2: Well before we let you go, mm-hmm. uh we want to remind everybody about new Ade products mm-hmm. and what makes them special.
5: Oh uh, New A day knew day which really means new crown and we want to um promote the model of wearing your hair as if you have a crown on it you know how do you care for your hair in a healthy manner you know so we have a natural quote-unquote natural hair product line um, that has all natural ingredients it can be used on all hair textures Um, And they're really just a line of oils. We have three different oils at different consistency based upon your hair texture. And there are um, six different ways that you can use it. You can use it as a moisturizing scalp oil. You can use it as a pre-poo hot oil treatment. um, You can do oil rinsing, deep conditioning treatments. You can use it as a lock maintenance style conditioner. And um, even natural heat protection uh, when you're flat ironing and all of that. So... um, The products are really great in that aspect because they have a lot of versatility. And um, it's really just oil. And we're going back to the original way that people used to take care of their hair in a natural way. You know, you want to use natural products. Um, The products uh, consist of peanut, olive, and castor oil as a base. And um, they are very supportive in that way. So you can find the products online at mynuade.com. That's M is a Mary Y, N is a Nancy, U A D E dot com. Um, you can find us on um, all of the social networks Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, um, if you just search at Nouade. And of course, on the New Care Radio Network, you will also be able to find us. Uh, we are featured in a few salons around the country, and you can find out where those locations are at MyNouade.com as well.
2: And on that note, I want to thank you for being with us, Sakina and Zynga of New Idea and Hair Radio.
5: It's been a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much for having me, and I look forward to having my own show. You know, we're going to talk more. Thank you.
2: Stay with us.
5: Maybe get rid of you and when-
2: To the Hair Radio Morning Show, I'm Carrie Hines. You're listening to the Hair Radio Show, I'm Carrie Hines. Now I have a very—I actually have two very special guests who are joining us on today's broadcast. We have Miss Katie and Brown and Miss Judy and Brown, both from Brooklyn, New York, and a wonderful supply shop called Black Girls Divine Supplies, folks. I want to uh, take a moment to welcome both of you to the Hair Radio Morning Show. Good morning, uh, Miss Judy and Miss Katie. Good morning. Thank you so much Thank for you. having us. Absolutely. Now, uh, we're coming to you live. I I just wanted to take a moment, and let's start with you, Katie. Can you tell the folks of the Hair Radio Morning Show uh, why you opened up this wonderful supply shop in Brooklyn?
11: Well, um, we opened up this supply store. My sister, she's a licensed cosmetologist, and Mm -hmm. her dream was always been to own a supply store or a beauty salon of some sort so when she came up with this idea i was more than willing to jump on board and we just um together ever since and um it's been a great thing cuz the feedback from the clients and the customers like we're just doing a great service to them and they appreciate it very much
2: well we're actually with you out here at this wonderful supply shop and uh you folks at who are listening right now can go right to our website at hairradio dot com, and uh, there's some great pictures there. And I want to just uh, now, you guys have been doing this for what? It's been about three or four years. Did you guys open up the shop? Right. Okay, and 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 so tell us a little bit about how was that difficult to do? Because you know, you're actually a big inspiration to so many people of color out there, men and women. So, was it a, a, a easy thing to do? Can anybody just do it? <laughs> Tell our listeners
3: yes. out there. It's. It, I feel like anybody can do anything that they put their mind and heart to. Mm. And once that mm-hmm. is is, I feel like yes, you can. Anyone can do it. It's not an easy thing to do. It is very mm-hmm. difficult day to day basis. Um, we still deal with racism in some ways where we're limited to the supplies we can get from certain companies. They just keep us afloat mm-hmm. when they feel like it the type of money they're asking to do when supply order of or a hair is kind of ridiculous. So uh-huh. it is not easy to do. There's times when the weather is really bad and there's nothing going on and you just have to basically keep your head up. But it it's not hard to do and once you put your mind to it it can be done. But just prepare that it's it's a hard road and you just have to put your to once you have to just to sure that yeah.
2: Of course. Well, listen, folks, we are broadcasting to you live in New York City, and uh, we're actually at this wonderful location called Black Girls Divine uh, Supplies. And, you know, do me a favor, uh, would you guys, Katie and Julian, tell everybody the exact address for our Brooklyn folks and for folks who are from out of the area who may want to still place orders through you guys? What is your address and phone number? Why don't you share that? And we just happen to be broadcasting, of course, uh, live here. So you're hearing a whole lot of Brooklyn, New York in the background, but that's okay. We know know Brooklyn. So uh, you guys, tell everybody your address, if you don't mind.
3: We're located at 3904 Church Avenue, and that's in Brooklyn, New York. Our, and it's a plaza that we're located in, so basically our entrance for the store is located between Snyder and Church Avenue, east 39th Street.
2: Terrific. Now, I want to say this. I mean, you have, I'm looking, you have everything here. You've got hair products. You've got beauty products. I even. you even have uh, men's products. So uh, yeah. why was it important for you guys to also carry men's products?
3: because men have to look beautiful, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 I won't even touch that comment. Yes, I love it.
2: Outstanding. Okay. One of the yes. other big things I tell you guys that I'm so impressed with is that you guys were featured in the New the New York Times yes. newspaper. Yes. I, I Yes. Well, let me tell you guys out there, for all of our wonderful fans and listeners all over the world, but for those of you who are outside of the New York area, what this really means and the reference that it, that it has the significance. Now, I, uh, of course, you guys know I was in the New York Daily News, and that was a big thing. But right. the New York Times is <laughs> the number one news uh, periodical in the city. There right. is nothing, you know, the New York Times and the, and the Daily News are a one-two punch in the city. So right. we're in just rare, rare air today, and I'm so excited. And they have a great story. And you can search all this online as well. And we're going to you're gonna make some links onto our fan page that we're building for you at the HairRadio.com website. So you'll be able to go on and see some great pictures of Judy and Katie and <laughs> <Nice>. their wonderful <laughs> supply store right here in Brooklyn, New York. And we invite you guys to come out and just you know, patronize them and support them. And anything that you need, you know, you guys can also let us know at Hair Radio, and we'll pass it along to these wonderful, extraordinary folks who are doing some wonderful things and supplies. Mm -hmm. So, um, yes, yes. Now, is there anything that you can pass along to someone today who is looking to follow in your footsteps, you guys?
3: Yes, um, we're actually willing to help anyone that wants to open up a beauty supply store Mm -hmm. or be in the beauty industry. We're willing to share whatever information we have to get them started and to basically help them to to the extent of where they need to go. But as I said before, whatever you put your mind to, you can do it.
2: On that note... I want to say thank you. I think you're doing an extraordinary job. And we're going to follow you guys closely. We are. Great. We're going to be keeping our eyes on you, okay, right great. here at the Hair Radio Morning Show. <laughs> and I want to so thank you both. You are just doing an extraordinary job. Keep up the great work. both uh, uh Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's a whole lot more of the Hair Radio Morning Show to come, so keep it right here. There's, uh, We've got more for you. Stay with us. Thank you.
0: Excuse me. We know your hair is important to you. So after years of sewing, braiding, twisting, locking, pressing, well, you name it, your hair is in need of restoration. So why don't you let the products of Dr. Peck's Hair Care Rx start the process for you? We've worked tirelessly to bring you the perfect formula to restore damaged hair. Try our restorative cream, shampoo, and conditioner. All of these are high-quality products and proven to restore your hair's natural beauty and strength. Learn more about Dr. Peck's Hair Care Rx at
3: www.myhaircarerx.com.
2: All right, we're back live. I want to thank you so very much for being with us on this Friday morning, January ninth, 2016. I want to thank all of my great guests today, and we look forward to joining you again on Monday morning, first thing starting at 6 o'clock Eastern time, Uh, We broadcast from 6 to 9 weekdays, and that's Monday through Friday, from 6 to 9 Eastern, uh, 5 to 8 Central. Uh, Listen, we've got some great surprises for you guys next week. We'll also be kicking off our celebration for our 200th broadcast. Uh, That's 200 shows. That's about 600 hours of hair talk. So uh, we're really, really excited about it. I've got some great surprises. And some folks that you haven't heard from in a while, They'll be all back uh, with us uh, for our special broadcast, so definitely we'll keep you informed about that. It doesn't have to end at this time. You can go online at HairRadio.com, that's dot ocom or visit our website for our broadcast uh, at HairRadioShow.com. And as always, Harry O is spelled with just one R. Listen, we're gonna go ahead and end out with the great Michael Jackson. We'll see you back here next week. Have a great weekend, everybody.
4: I met her on the way to
1: Chicago, where she was all alone. But so was I so asked her for her name, she smiled and looked at me. I was surprised. That a woman like that was real into me She said you didn't have no Living life, her words seemed so sincere. When I held a niche, she would tell me how she feels.